Welcome to the Bottle Soccer Talk podcast. I'm Nestor, joined here by Henry as always, and it's episode number 108 of the Two Guys, Two Mics, Two Pints Hour, or Hours, as it as it stands to be sometimes. Um, how you doing, man? Doing good, man. Uh, just enjoying life, enjoying the football, back to club football, ah, yes. some, some, some great games on this weekend. Yeah, man, I'm enjoying it. How about yourself, brother? I'm good, and um, you know, uh, uh, as I was watching some of the games this weekend, I was thinking, like, holy shit, man, this is the, this is the third season that we're actually doing this for. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we've seen a lot now. Yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah. There, there's like some sort of established kind of history there, which is, I was like, damn, that's kind of crazy. It's pretty cool, though. It's longevity. It's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's nice for sure. It's consistent, and and I always look forward to it. You know. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a little, um, I don't know, I don't want to say like a midweek vacation, but I don't know, it's like a respite. Yeah, it's, you know, it's it's, it's a moment to, to debrief. Yeah, debrief and talk about what we are invested in, what we love is the beautiful game. Um, and I guess, if you don't mind me just taking the reins on this, Haaland, Haaland, <laughs> yeah, man, uh, what a fucking player, huh? I know even last pod, we, it was kind of a masturbatory when we talked about him, but this guy gives us something to chew on every every week. I mean, it's just like, it's kind of crazy because you don't know what to expect anymore, and, and just alluding to him and his performance on the weekend, let I'll let the cat out of the bag. You know, he scored the hat trick, uh, first, first derby game, and he just looked up to it, you know, and it's starting to be kind of crazy how good this guy is because... I don't care if you were his biggest fan. I don't think anybody saw this coming. It's just too good, you know? Yeah, there, there's always a, a somewhat of a... Um, is apprehension the word? Yeah. The, a, just like this sort of... Hesitance, you know? It's you know, just, you hesitate a little bit to, to assume that he's going to do good, but he's done well in Austria. He did well in Germany. He did what he could for his national team. Yeah. Um... And he obviously has all the physical tools. I don't. Well, no one's had this kind of start, first of all. Um, but it seems like he joined the perfect team to maximize his his goal scoring output. Yeah, I think that's the biggest key. And credit to him as well, for, you know, for getting after it. I think quite literally, like some of the service that has been given given to him isn't always realistically good for an attacker but he makes those plays yeah he, and he's so good yeah. at runs and he's agile for a big guy which i feel like he doesn't always get enough credit for but his timing like you mentioned earlier off the record and his patience in the box and his versatility kind of showing us that he can head the ball but also you know quick tap finishes which is what city are kind of known for are also available the goals so. were there a lot of the goals were there but yeah but you know, it does take it does take someone that knows what the fuck they're doing, and, and he's it, not strictly yeah. a poacher. I don't know, he, like you can't really put him in a box in terms of what kind of striker he is. Um, a lot of the sour grapes, you know, a lot of the, the shit talking is. I don't know if it's due to to him as a player of city. It, it's more of like fuck. Is this? Is this really good for the league that I love? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's that's where people's hang up is. Um, I don't know. 
I mean, I mean, if that yeah. were the case, though, that that would be a valid argument when we had Aguero. Even like, it's just City have been pretty strong in the league for you know, quite a while to the point where I can call them dominant. It's just now the level of dominance has become almost out of hand for other clubs. Like, and we talked about this, like the way defenses might be trying to plan against Holland, and there's reports that several teams are in contact on the best approach. I think. You know, oh, that's such bitch shit. Like, I know. That, 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 <laughs> the concept of that. The idea that, that these guys all get together and they have like this like, little meeting. Us. There's, there's yeah. like six or seven clubs that are like, hey, guys, so we got to do something about this Hall on character. <laughs> uh, it, it irks the fuck out of me. Whether it's true or I know it's just like one of those things that they, they just kind of like put out there. And maybe people just try to eat up. Well, yeah, it was a valid report from a, a pretty good journalist, but uh, there's the, no hard the, concrete the concept evidence. of that. The concept is it drives me up the fucking yeah. wall. Well, the thing is that now uh, analysts and commentators and pundits, as, as they say, are are kind of regurgitating this information too, and they're like, "Well, I think I think Jamie Carragher most notably said it this week, and he's like." You almost have to start planning for him exclusively, and you, you already know that players are having that debate amongst themselves on what's the best way to cover him. And Jamie Carragher alluded to like having to guard Messi or having to guard Ronaldo, and how teams would try to plan for them when yeah. it's almost there's yeah. almost no answer for those kind of players. And I think Haaland is well, approaching that. Yeah. yeah, he's approaching that territory the way that Kylian Mbappe also is one of those guys too. It's yep. just a matter of consistency now. And he's been consistent so far, I gotta the, say. The thing is, is, and, and I know this is so fucking easy to say, because, like, like, no shit, dumbass. But I, I would say his biggest weakness as a player is, um, is his playmaking ability. So he's going to be relying on service. Right. Yeah, but yeah. But the thing is, is how are you going to stop the players that are giving him service when they're all world-class players on their own right? Uh, uh, Grealish um, hit the ground. He didn't hit the ground running like the way Holland has, but yeah. he's like this season. He's really, he's he's coming good. He's finally he looks really He's good. finally becoming what 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 people were talking shit about a year ago. He's direct, and making fun yeah. of for the last year. Yeah. Um, I mean the goals aren't there. De Bruyne, De Bruyne. Yeah, and that's what people. That's, I think that's, that's their what, gripe. The, that's people are getting hung up on that because um, Holland's eating everybody's fucking goals. Dude. Now, now we look at you know we used to see City like oh okay well De Bruyne scoring, uh, Gundogan scoring, yeah. Sterling scoring, Mara scoring, uh, you know Foden scoring. Well Foden is scoring. Kind oh, of. Foden is yeah, oh, and um, Julian King Julian. Yeah, yeah. So you uh, you see goals coming from everywhere. Now it's like okay now now it's one guy. Yeah, for the most part. Right, right, yeah, part. yeah, because they're still, you know, they're still kind we of getting We score a lot of goals as it is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but, you know, um, I, I think you allude to it very, like, well, because the thing is, City is made up of a team of predominantly playmakers, for the most part. These are guys that... That's the system. That's the system. I think is to make, like, just everybody's a playmaker. And you took out a guy who was a, a kind of a hybrid of both in Gabriel Jesus, who's playing brilliantly. Uh, Sterling, yeah, as well, as well, uh, and and that's for like a, a very mainstream, direct way of playing. Uh, but you subtracted those players and and replace it with a guy who's, um, I would say, like he's a protagonist. He's the guy that wants all the glory. He has that vanity that you expect from a striker that's going to be of legendary status. He's already shown well, he's that. He's not going to forgive. Uh, exactly, and he he adopts that villain role, and 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 I think it's it's all kind of working out. For now, at least, I think there's no answer for Holland at the moment. I, I can't even even well, me trying to critically think about it. Well, I, I mean, he's he's gonna 
he's gonna eat, right? Yeah. Um, so, so if the chances are there, yeah, it, it's taking away those chances. But how the fuck do you do that? And I think that's what teams have been trying to figure out. Yeah, I think getting to I don't, players I don't know like if it's Bruyne, necessarily just Holland. No, it's it's no certainly not. But you know, it's it's also figuring out crazy. that whole like that that weird system that Pep does, where all of a sudden there's five midfielders. Yeah, and all of a sudden there's four four attacking players, and, and maybe one or two defending like on like as far as formation goes. Right. And that, that's like, that's the key to everything is figuring that out. That's the now, how you do that, that's... and if you have the personnel. I mean, fucking Southampton's not going to do it. Brentford's not going to do it. So so uh, that that only leaves maybe one or two teams with the personnel, and even figuring that out on paper is tough on its own. Yeah, yeah. So certainly, um, you know. I don't have the Da Vinci code. But, um, you know, like, so we're talking about Holland hitting the ground running, and, and we actually mentioned uh, Grealish, who didn't quite do that. And, um, you know, there, there's a lot of reasons, and, you know, but th- there was a whole lot of, well, you know, it's his first time coming to a new team, new system, yada, yada, yada. So there's that parallel where one guy is great and does great, and there's another guy who is great but didn't start off. And then, in that same breath, we're kind of forgiving towards Grealish, but dudes like like Joao Felix and uh, Darwin Nunez, who have, well, I mean, Joao Felix has been three, like, this is his third year. Is it third year? Yeah. Third year with Atletico. Darwin Nunez just started with, with Liverpool, and, and the joke's are already flying for, for Darwin Nunez. And I don't really get the same thing for Joao Felix. So... <laughs> And maybe it's the price tag, even though Joao Felix was more expensive than all these guys. Why are we forgiving towards some guys and then uh, not so much towards other guys? I think in Joao Felix's case, it's very difficult to be critical about him because I couldn't name you one player that's playing outstanding, progressive, attacking, creative football. There's There's not one guy... Because uh, that's not that team. It's a militant squad of Spartans is the way I see it. And I, I've alluded to this before, maybe last season. Like, that's an Athenian living in a Spartan community. This guy's an artist. He's not meant to be a gladiator. And that's my biggest gripe with him being there. And I don't think that does him any favors. Despite that, he'll get his cameos. And he yeah, looks but, good on the ball. But, you know, at, like to to a certain extent and at some point, it's like, I understand that. And that might be valid, but you also have to kind of take the reins and adjust yourself accordingly. Because three seasons in, and and you're still saying, well, it's not the right system. Yeah, like, it's because it's the same manager. It's the same type of personnel. It's hard. It's hard to demand that kind of play out of him. I'm, I I agree that he's been underwhelming, uh, but I don't know if much of that is to his, uh, you know, control really. Because we've seen players like Richarlison, for example. He was in a, you know, just a fucking infer- infertile type of offense. I mean, they create fuck all. They couldn't piss a drop. Now he goes to Tottenham, he looks like a much better yeah, player. But, but, but uh, well, does I think he look like a much better player? I think he's, he's just kind of continuing and, and he's able to, to, to flow within that team because uh, Antonio Conte, I wouldn't say has the same style as, as um, Simeone, but like you said, he's like, 
he's very militant and very rigid in his style. It's like it's a but very not, defensive not, scheme. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't say it's free flowing football. It's much more than than Simeone's system, though. I I, I believe at least. Uh, because they have great attackers too, you know. That's like well, you look do. at, you look at Atletico. The attack is okay at best. Like, but there they're are not. other attackers that that flow, like like Yannick Carrasco. He, he he's he, a winger. He's a creator. I mean, I'm not. I don't. He's a, he's yeah, a but he's a creative winger. type player. It's it's not like his style is being hampered by Simeone. He's not or, having a great season either, by the way. And and I think, oh, well, they're not they're not that great right now. It's just like for me, Carrasco is good, but that's a whole different type of skill set that he offers because. He's more of a direct winger. Yeah, he's like, he's like a flair type, you know, tricky, tricky dribbler. I'm not exactly sure where where Atletico's playing him this season, but before I've seen sometimes Joao even put on the wing, which I don't think is is his natural position. I think he's a central player. Mm-hmm. I think that's a guy that you want to even possibly use as a false nine. But I just I yeah, I agree. He's underwhelming, but I I think if he were to go to another team though, I think he can just do numbers because when yeah, he plays for Portugal, man, he looks deadly too. You know, <laughs> it's like for the I don't. Well, because I, I, I feel like we're go. judging him on the same way we judged Grealish, where we're not seeing the goals and the highlights. But when you watch him play, he hardly makes mistakes. The guy plays really well. He's just not getting all the glory because yeah, he's not scoring. He's maybe not even assisting, but. Well, he's not even playing a whole lot. Yeah, and I haven't really followed Atletico like fervently because yeah. last season they even looked they even looked yeah. more well, tragic. But that's my point is like okay, so so we're kind of forgiving Joao, and, and, and understandably to an extent, uh, me me less so, but but I, I get it. And then Darwin Nunez, fucking seven games in, suspended for three, unjustifiably in my opinion. It's getting shit on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and he, he's not up. the only one. He's not the only one. Like, there's players in the past that have gotten shit on, and yeah. and Grealish took a whole season of that uh, for the most part. But I mean, it's different, different kind of requirements, different kind of players. But Grealish is playing his best football at the moment. For Darwin, he hasn't even been given a chance to really show what he can do consistently. Yeah. But I'm still gonna join in on the banter because of the club and the fan base, <laughs> and and I'm gonna do it. You know, he's at the end of the day, he's a South American Andy Carroll, as I've said before, as of now. And we're going to keep saying it until he proves us wrong. So if anything, it's it's on him now, because if not, we're going to turn up the heat every every month. We're going to turn it up more. Yeah. And uh, and the, the, the worst part is that his transfer will always be compared to Erling. And, and they will they will be compared as players because they're both novices around the same age. Um, Darwin was very impressive last season. I think he just he still needs a, a, yeah. a moment to adapt. Uh, and you know, a, a lot gets lost in you know Benfica is a very different team than, than Liverpool, despite the uniform color. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the guy. I don't think he knows English. I think it's like very. Oh, that's very yeah, minimal. It's, it's well known that he doesn't. This guy yeah, was he making a good point. He's the kind of guy that's going to put extra hours. How you much know, did they pay for him again? Like 100. 90, 90 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and let's say, yeah, somebody was like, you spend $90 million on the player and you can't even, like, spend 2000 for a, a English lesson to help, or at least a translator to help make that move more seamless, you know? Attaboy, Pipita. Oh, man, yeah, the digression. Uh, Iguain announced that he's retiring after this uh, MLS season, and I think, I don't, I don't think Orlando's making it to playoffs. No. Or Miami, I should say. And, uh, you know, he's got a brace in the last game of the week. Or last game of the season for them. Yeah. Let, let me let me confirm that. They may have lost the season, but they won the story of the year. 
Attaboy, Pipita, brilliant career. Um, but yeah, man, you know. Oh no, they're I, they're. I think they're. They still got some more. They're they're, they're pretty good in terms of uh, making it. But one one more game after today. Word word. Well, yeah, we'll, so. we'll be monitoring that. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of nice to see you know a good send off yeah, for, yeah, for yeah, a legend yeah, of the game. Um, but I was gonna say. I think the moment things started going bad for Darwin Nunez was the moment that that fan that fan that made the chant about him, Darwin Darwin Nunez, you know, it was just a cringe TikTok. <laughs> oh, since that moment, I know, I know what you're talking about. And yeah. then it was like, ah, what, what song was it supposed to be uh, like into to the rhythm of? I don't know. It's like a techno oh, song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, do you think you're better off? Yeah, that, oh now god, that was pretty bad. <laughs> just, uh, that shit like, was so, like, so uh, bad. Just the idea of, of a man in his kitchen, um, like he heard a song probably like on the radio, and, and he was just kind of like Darwin. Darwin. I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure there's <laughs> there's people out there just lo- looking to put a song towards like a a chant. Yeah. And and, and they want to be the first guy. I'm, that's gonna be me. I'm I'm that guy. This guy's well. Boom, first, boom, he's boom. On tic- first, he's on TikTok. Well. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, you know my ideas on that. Yeah. And he's in his kitchen doing all that. Ah. Mm. Uh, cursed him. Yeah. No, but funnily enough, I'm gonna tweet that later. By the way, I'm gonna quote. I'm gonna find that video. I'm gonna quote it. I'm like, shit ain't been the same for Darwin since this video dropped. Hopefully, it goes viral. Uh, doubt <laughs> it will happen though. Yeah, uh, but um. Yeah, and then that that suspension, that bullshit red card, you know. And then three games, it's Liverpool just don't look good all together. Uh, <laughs> I guess we'll get, we can get into that later, but but I kind of wanted to point that out because Holland, I again he's he's exceeded anything that anyone was probably thinking of. They're already starting to give that boring old cliche already on him. He's not human. Oh, he's God. an alien. You know, that's a get that that I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure it matters. I'm sure it has some significance, but he got three hat tricks in you know x amount of games, and all these other players, you know, yeah. they took forever. And maybe he's just I, I, built different. Well, his team is built different. Oh, oh good la lord. La. Miami's just laying down that. Oh, and and he's in oh, the, he hit the gritty. Man, I'm gonna have to hit that one next time at Lab Five. He uh, he used to play for uh, New York, I believe so. Last I was just gonna say I was rec- recognizing his name. I was like, I know I've seen this cat somewhere. Uh, but yeah, man, Miami. Yeah, Miami's got the meat out. Yeah. Oh, that dude is definitely. <laughs> that's that's how I'm trying to be like. <laughs> uh, nah, but it is Miami. Uh, you know, home of the steroid. Uh, oh, didn't hear that for me, but. Yeah, Miami currently putting the beats 4-0 on, on their noisy neighbors, Orlando. Not bad. Not bad, you know? Um, I'm, sure, I'm sure Beckham is smiling somewhere. We got to plan a trip out there one day. Hey, hey. That wouldn't hey. be fair. That'd be fun. Oh, yeah, Hit for up sure. 8th Street. Henry VIII. Yeah. 8th Street. Ah, uh, see, um, he knows ball. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, like, there, there, there's a lot of uh, there, well, one, one last thing. Uh, <laughs> even Luis Suarez. Oh, he's kind of like writing for him too. He, he, I don't know if you saw his comment on his post. I did. I did. Yeah. The, the, he said he's the best number nine right now. That's a bit harsh, to be fair. Benzema's still breathing, ain't he? 
that he is. Lewandowski's still breathing, ain't he? Lewandowski is. Yeah, so it's like, I don't want to anoint him like that yet. But he's off to a great start. And if he continues at this rate, he's on track to score 70 goals. You think he hits that in the Prem? (laughs) <laughs> I mean, currently, that's that's the ratio. Obviously, he's going to slow down. I um, say at this rate. You know rate, me. I love me a good ratio. Um, it's going to be maybe like 40 when we're... Is that fair? Do we expect that? Um, I remember I saw a stat. Um, he's nine goals off of last season's... Uh, uh, golden boot. Golden boot. Yeah. And there's 30 games left. So, you carry the three. That means if he only scores once every three games... He's barely gonna reach that. Yeah, but that's the thing. He's 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 not, he's not yeah, he's not he scores like <laughs> no hat tricks every no other way. game. There. Yeah, it's it's cra- it's another level of, of uh finishing. I, I, I think it speaks more to City's dominance versus you know Holland being such a great player. But then people will be like, Well he, he's, did, he's it, efficient. he did it at Dortmund. He's efficient. He's I think so fucking efficient. That's the difference. It's like you can put a cross in for a striker and maybe get three goals out of ten based on that service. With Haaland, the ratio increases. It's probably a better like six or seven out of ten chance, and that's a, it's a it's a numbers game. And I will say, City aren't as intricate in the build up game now because they're so quick to cross to him. It's like inshallah, cross and inshallah, and you can't even be mad because it's working. But it's like City's whole game has adapted to Haaland's just as much as he's adapted his game to ours, and it's. Right now, it's seamless, man. There was, a, yeah, there was a cross that, that De Bruyne did. Well, he does this. He oh, had, like, he oh, he had no this. business getting that. He, yeah. he, he, like, De Bruyne just, he's always done this. He whips across, and uh, like, oh, what a beautiful pass from De Bruyne. He's like, no, it wasn't. It, it, it uh, only ended up being good because you got this fucking six foot four Viking fully outstretched getting it with the studs of his boot. But the, 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 the curvature on the ball, I mean like he, how, yeah, but he always does it. But like, how many guys are gonna early, how many guys in the league can do that though? It's like nobody else does. He does, he does these early crosses and, and uh you know he I just don't think any player has even the nuts to try him. That's what makes it special because that's that and I and I agree it's a hopeful ball. But just is. just the uh the, the creativity to try yeah, it, no, it's, it it's um, it's insane. Yeah. <laughs> It's uh, the but way yeah. he gets whip on it, you know, it's amazing, uh, and we can go on forever about uh, KDB. He's yeah, he's decent. But uh, yeah, man, it, it's it is a little unfair right now. Ah, <laughs> uh, come on, it, this is a second place team. Yeah, that's the second yeah, place team um, in the yeah, league. That's true. And imagine, know, imagine uh, Arsenal just keep it up. Yeah, imagine Barca just keep it up. Uh, no, we, we don't imagine that. Ah, uh, well, I'm saying it's crazy because I, I think the two best teams in, you know, England and Spain are currently not at the top. I know they're there. They're knocking. They're they're breathing on it, but it's uh, yeah. currently. Well, I mean, Madrid is there just, Madrid is there on points, just not goals. And, and, and you know, City are undefeated per se, just like you, uh, Real Madrid are. But, uh, you know, Arsenal have the points right now. They've been, uh, you know, menacing apart from that uh, Man United game. It's it's fun, man. Oh, it's, man. it's a fun it, season. Yeah, I, I hope they can keep it up. It's just, you know, they're, they're a little uh, wet behind the ears. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I, I genuinely mean this in the best way. I hope they're good and healthy because if the, the moment a few, maybe one or two players goes down, things can get a little dicey for them. Uh, because there's there is a lack of depth in the midfield, uh, and you know at the fullback position, uh, there can be if 
you know they don't sort out that right back position because Tomiyasu, he's all, he's all, he's coming back now, but he's not like he doesn't well, fully look like himself well, yet. Well, he, um, I, I think it alternates between him and Ben White. Yeah, but Ben White's not a true right back though, you know. No, but, but he can no, he can well, occupy that space. Wise, he just fits in that position. Yeah, he does get up quite a bit though. But that's my only concern for Arsenal, and I think that's a true that's a true concern for any team. But that that could be the only thing that can derail them, in my opinion, because other than that, they're playing fabulous football. They play front to back. Every player touches it. Uh, so far, Granite Shaka, most improved player of the year. Uh, for me, at least on that team. Uh, well, I, I feel like he's been this he's been this good for the last year. I I don't know. Uh, maybe a year. I don't know. I think he just it, began just, a year. It's just those mental lapses that he was having have consistently having. Like, yeah, yeah. Red cards, sending off but, problems with but the in manager. In terms of quality, and obviously he's not the fastest guy, and that that's like very much his detriment. And he's had injuries too. Yeah, I think he's a very good footballer. I've been saying that for a while. Um, He's better than uh, Rodrigo de Paul. <laughs> I'm just trying to gauge. I always ask you because that's like the barometer for me. Um, just to try to, to imagine really what's the player. De Paul. His work rate is, I think, what gives him his value. But I don't know if I've ever been impressed with a game that he's had. But he I, doesn't have bad games. He's he's so, cool. He's cool. I like him. And, and he's like he's one of those player. like passion merchant type guys. Like, yeah, and his if, if he's able to get you fired up. Oh yeah. And, and he's winning balls, and he's and he's having influence on the pitch. That then you know you, you feel his impact. But don't sleep on his defense too. Have you heard yeah, the way yeah. he defends Messi? <laughs> yeah, man. I swear, I swear uh, that dude's uh, that dude's wife is not safe. Hey man, it's messy, dog. Who, by the way, it's looking yeah, good right yeah, now. Yeah. He's fucking looking yeah, good. Yeah. I, we can talk about him in a bit. Uh, uh, but man, while we're, we're on Arsenal, there, there's like this little conundrum. I think that certain people have, or that there's a, uh, I don't know, I, I, like a reluctance, <whistles> hesitation to fully support. Um, Thomas Party had a banger of a goal. Yeah, but and, uh, who is he as a person? And uh, we all know about the allegations that he beat on the technicality. Yeah. But I think most Arsenal, I don't want to say most Arsenal fans, but a lot of Arsenal fans kind of want it swept under the rug where, you know, a little, well, you know, he was not guilty officially, you know, according to the court of law. But we all heard what happened. We saw the text messages. And um, like, how do you separate the person from from the player? Like, are you able to? Should you? <laughs> I, 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 I'm not a perfect person. I, I, I don't know. Do I care? Like, is it within me to care about that kind of thing? It's kind of tough, you know. Because the the team is the, and a lot of people kind of want to shit on the team. The team plays as the players that are available. The teams are in a position. Not, that, like, I mean, the, the thing in. too is like he's really good at what he does. He's a good player. Yeah, that, exactly. that's what I'm looking. If he at. was, if he was a bit player that was like a fringe bench or like not even like starter quality, they would have dropped his ass. But the fact that that he he's is, crucial in what they want to do. He's crucial and he can change a game. 
on a on a game to game basis, the team is gonna let him stay there. Um, and I I don't think that's that's on the team to put themselves in a tougher position, especially when they don't have depth there. And like, like the legally, difference between party and they're not entitled to so like yeah there there's just no inclination and I know that you know it's tough it's, tough it's a tough pill to swallow for a lot of people and, and you and, know and it's I'll a very like, serious thing and it's yeah, a very serious occurrence and but I can understand that I, yeah. I I'm not gonna say that you're wrong for for saying fuck Thomas Party I'm and I'm not of that cloth myself where I'll be like fuck a guy because by the way there's probably a ton of players who have never even been found guilty of it. Not let alone been arrested or been it's been made into public light. So it's just like it's it's unfortunately a common occurrence. And I, I guess when it's made public, everybody expects a club to be, you know, a fucking example of, of what can happen to players who do this. And yeah. uh, especially in this day and age, obviously, people really push for that kind of stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I'm... I, I don't want to take an official stance, and I guess, and I guess in a uh, shitty way that does take an official stance, right? Oh no! Right, right. I guess it kind of yeah. does. It kind of does. I see both I, sides, I like, but but I'm talking about in terms of a business decision. The, the club handles it. Yeah, yeah. I see, I know. I get like, you. 100%. To me, like fuck a rapist, right? But but would it have been a stronger move for <laughs> Arsenal to make the morally correct choice and maybe and, and suffer a bit? I know that's the thing they're gonna suffer. And by the way, there's gonna be another club who's gonna be like, "Fuck this!" I'm okay. I'll take him. I'm yeah, picking him, exactly. picking him up off the wire. Yeah. And so you risk you risk that as well. Um, but yeah, it's tough. This is not a Benjamin Mendy case. It no, was it no. was something very fringe. And and you know, and I don't mean to dim- like diminish what it was. I'm just saying it's it's you know it sounds like one of the lower end types of dealings but yeah all i'm saying is i understand the club's stance yeah that's all i'm saying um but it's it's just it's murky waters it's murky fucking waters yeah it's a can of worms you're not gonna see me out here with the thomas party shirt for sure uh so you I, maybe but you you would get a ronaldo one maybe though, right? a martinelli one uh, no, I wouldn't wear a Mark Rubin shirt uh, for a lot of reasons, and, and that, that's also another thing is like, well, what about Ronaldo? You know? Yeah. <laughs> See, that that always gets brought up. Um, yeah, it, it's a shitty thing. I just kind of wanted to bring that up because because it was it, a hell of a goal. Yeah, it, it's a hell of a goal, and he's and he has a huge impact. And then uh, Mikel Arteta really defended his. He's been through standing a tough, as a person. And, he's been through a tough year, and, and we uh, want to support him. Yeah. Ah, no. What else is a manager to say, though? You know, um, yeah, damned if you do, damned if you don't. Well, I'm not just gonna be like, I don't have any comments on uh, on party. It's like, well, a lot of people are gonna grab a whole lot from that and and say, wow, wow, Mikel Arteta is really throwing his player under the bus. But what if they like agreed yeah. on that behind closed doors, and he's like, um, we are still gaining his trust. And uh, this is <laughs> a step in the that, right direction. We just hope yeah. that he doesn't do anything else that's a distraction to the team. That, sure, you be, can do that. You can, you can say that. There's a way to meander but, but, around it. Like, but, say, like, you know who's really good at that? Jesse Marsh. Like, I feel like he would have known how to answer that he's, to he's the very, best. He's, he's a politician. He's a politician, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, they, you know, Americans love those kind of, con- like, PR controversy moments. Yeah. Like, they fucking, they, they step up to the plate, man. <laughs> uh, shit. But, yeah. 
And, and it's crazy, though, because Arteta is... He's had to have a few of those moments, mo- most notably with Obama Yang as well. Oh, yeah. He, and he's, he seems like a genuine type of guy that's not really going to rehearse shit. He's just going to fucking... Just say what, what what's like, there. Like, well, what's what's out there? You're like, why, why, why do I need to practice what, what I have to say post-match? You know? Um, but, yeah, a manager supports his player. Fucking more news at six, you know? Oh, uh, yeah, we, we always get that. Um, other news. You just want to get to the news, or was there anything else that, that we need to um, address? Uh, I think that covers everything. I mean, we... Yeah, yeah, because we can... Yeah, yeah, I don't think... I think that's pretty much it, as far as news goes. Um, well, well, there's a few other things of that, that I guess I wanted to mention that I have here on my notes. Um... You know that Apple TV deal that uh, that the MLS signed with, where all the games are going to be on Apple TV. Yeah. Uh, well, apparently the money that that brings in is is giving the MLS the idea that hey, maybe we can open up a fourth DP spot. Now DP is a designated player, player oh. that that you can bring in on a higher salary, which which lends itself to offering more money for a star player traditionally and wow what a goal some good goals today huh yeah the first uh, Miami goal I don't know if you saw it no no I didn't he uh, dinked it like outside the box over the keeper he doesn't do that it hurt his hammy I I don't know his name oh Campana yeah what a player yeah uh, dinked it Um, but yeah the the DP spot is to to bring in talent and uh, for the history of MLS it's it's typically a big name from Europe that's kind of washed up looking for their last payday. And some teams have been able to uh, to actually recruit pretty good players and good, good maybe prime parts of their career to dominate. Right. Um, I guess most notably Joe Inkle. Yeah. Am I missing somebody? Zlatan. Zlatan was not in his prime. Uh, that was like what 37 35 yeah 36. oh you, so you mean like guys in their prime oh yeah this, Gu- yeah guys in the prime well like lately it's I, I would say like I even though some people would say he's old like uh, Insigne is not that old he could play 32? here 32 yeah like I wouldn't say like that's super old as like say some of the other guys that have joined the league now like say Slotan was 37 uh you know, but obviously Ricky Puig is the guy that's everybody's gonna point to. I now. would say that's like the benchmark, but even he's not a DP officially. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, look, I, I mean, I'm not a fan of it of of this whole thing fourth DP. Why is that? It's just stupid. Like it's just stupid that DP should exist anyways. Oh, um, that's my take. Well, like, I, I think I, I think also the idea is that it brings parity to the league. Yeah, uh, I, and I don't know if I agree with that. No, and I understand that, but there's no other football league that does that. Yeah, I don't. You know? Yeah, I don't I like don't it. Agree with it. Like yeah. You're putting your cap, and I don't know. One guy is making fucking six million dollars a year, and then you have a guy on the same starting lineup with eighty thousand dollars a year. Yeah, man, it's it's uh, the the MLS should be a free market. There should be promotion relegation. You know, these are all ideas I've introduced before and I've talked about on the pod. So whenever I hear some of this, like, oh, there's a new DP spot, TAM is going to get increased, GAM is going to get increased, 
Like it's just, they're all very stupid ideals that I think it just uh, holds the game back by a lot. Well, it's based on on the other American leagues like NBA, oh and yeah, NFL, yeah. And, and stuff. I and I get that, but it's like. But the but the rest of the football world doesn't work that way. Yeah, and in a way, I guess you can say it's it's part of, and maybe a small part of what's holding U.S. football back, U.S. soccer. Yeah, I, I believe so. I think, um, I mean, we look at some of the best leagues in the world. I think the money that the U.S. generates on viewership, on attendance, on on all these things. It could be astronomical for one. The major cities like L.A., you know, New York, Miami, uh, FC Dallas, you know, Dallas itself. These are, you know, fan bases that can generate a lot of money. If you give them a free transfer market, I think the money they can generate can elevate the league's value. And they wouldn't have to worry about budgeting the talent they want or need based on on DP spots. You know, I think also part of it is... The fact that teams know that if a player's out of contract or if the, a player is good enough, where where like the NBA, NFL, MLB, if a player is good enough, then the next best team within the league is going to go after him, or everybody's going to go after him. Versus, you know, maybe someone someone in Spain, England, Italy is going to go after this guy, like. This guy might not even be in the league next season if he's great. You know what I mean? So that's probably also, like, one of those restrictions that that they openly allow when they they introduce this kind of bullshit. And you look at how much each club in the U.S., and I'm talking about the ones in the MLS alone, how much they're worth. It's just crazy, crazy amounts of money. And it's gone up, like, a lot recently, Exactly, and and the... The reason being is because the asset of it, of owning it, is so profitable. More profitable than it is for a lot of the clubs in Europe because the fans are on you if you don't spend. Or, you know, even the media, they require you to spend. You don't hear about transfer fees being paid by MLS clubs where it's like, oh, 60 mil for him, 50 mil for him. These guys would never be down for that. And I know the owners have a very tight association with the MLS, and they probably will fight to the death to not allow this pro-rel type of thing, you know? So that's, for me, thinking about because it financially. Because it also means, like, lost money if you get relegated. Yeah, and that as well. And that's something that well. people will never tolerate. And in, like, a team today, like, let's say Chicago Fire... Let's say they get relegated. There's threats that they might never come back because your owner doesn't want to put the bread up to get them back up there. And I, I think it puts Which more pressure. Which is you there in the first place. And it's just, it, it's just so much missed opportunity by the U.S., by the Federation. They already have all the pillars there as far as you have your MLS, NASL, USL, and lesser leagues. Well, you, well we saw that, that mini Cinderella story that almost came to be for the... Uh, uh the U.S. Open Cup. Yeah, yeah, the, the Lamar Sac- Hunt. Yeah. Sacramento almost won it. Yeah, and it's it's very cool, and I think that it would make not only globally the league more followed, but I think is that Breck Shea. Yeah, Breck Shea. He's a Orlando. I mean, sorry, a Miami legend. Used to play for Orlando, though. That's the funny part, and also FC Dallas. But there was a point, if you he's remember, following the the U.S. back then, uh, this dude was pretty good. Like for for a player he was that w- was like a. I don't want like to not to put it so simply, but like an Anglo guy, he had a lot of flair that you wouldn't expect from a player like him. 
but yeah, Breck Shea, man, what a guy. He's got a mini mullet too. Yeah, that dude's he's different. You could tell he he he's like a soccer player that I think soccer is like probably like the least of his worries. Like he's good, <laughs> but he's probably into other shit too. You know, like <laughs> playing an instrument or that's pretty dope. Uh, they're doing a standing ovation for 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 El Pipita, Iguain. Now you know, like we shit on the guy because of like you know you know perceived fit fitness issues and and obviously the World Cup in 2014, um, the the missed goal. Yeah, I mean, he but would, what a fucking career he's had. Yeah, yeah. Scored a bunch of goals with Real Madrid. Scored a bunch of goals at Napoli. Chelsea. He, did. he was at Chelsea. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's all I'll say. He was at Chelsea. <laughs> They're just cursed with the nines, man. Ever since Drogba, huh? Who I know you rate uh, so highly. Yeah, yeah, no, he's uh, clearly a player. He's a legend somehow. I don't know. Somehow. Yo. How many players have had like a good. I don't know four. He had like good four, maybe like three or four seasons. He was good, good. Yeah. How many players have gotten like um like undisputed legend status off of that? Mm. I don't know. It's kind of hard to say. There's not a whole lot. I mean, yeah, because it's hard to tell, really. He didn't. But they won a Champions League with him once. It's just the thing about him is he only played at the top, top European level. And I mean top, top is like Champions League knockout level, you know, where you're like top 10 clubs. Well, they won it once, yeah. When when he was with Chelsea, but he joined Chelsea like kind of midway through his career, I'd say, if I'm not mistaken. And while they were already good. And that's the thing. And that's what elevated his status. But he stepped up to the occasion. He was great. He just was unfortunate to join... um, the team too late. Another guy who it reminds me of his career, also from Africa, Mohamed Salah. Great player. And he's much better than Drogba. But I'm trying to say that he hit a stride in his late 20s into his, his early 30s, and he's starting to kind of cool off right now. But it's a short prime. It might feel like a, like a while, but it, it really isn't. When, when opposed to somebody like Harry Kane, who's like, who I think is better than Drogba as well, has has been doing it for I, yeah. ten years, you know. I I, I don't know. That, that's my battle with Drogba. It's like he he like he, okay yeah fair fair enough. It, like maybe he got there when he was ready, but when he was ready, that that team was good to go. Yeah, and, yeah. and he really only had three or four impressive seasons at international level too. Though, like back then when they were making World uh, Cups, Ivory Coast. Well, that was a very good team too, by the way. But yeah, that was yeah, they were. Stacked but there he was. He was really good for them. For I mean, Africa standards. Yeah, they have the they had the Torre brothers. Uh, but did they you know? win? No, they didn't win anything. I don't think they won anything. They, they didn't win anything, they but they were good. Con. That that was the best. They were just good. That that was the best Ivory Coast team they've had ever. Uh, yeah, they were good. They had a really good team, but I mean, I remember they were like threats in the World Cup. I think well, I want to say 2010. Yeah, they, they were the at one point they were with the best African team, with the exception of Cameroon, who those days were just unreal. I mean, you have Samuel Eto, you have a uh, you know a, a few other midfielders, and Ghana was in a better moment then too. Ghana, uh, Nigeria, Nigeria's Nigeria was like always been pretty good too. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. I'll, I mean, I'll give I'll give Ivory Coast their flowers, but ultimately they didn't win anything. That'd be uh, players. And um, I don't know. I, I just I failed to see the greatness in Drogba. He's uh, a legend somehow, though. He he's up there as far as Premier we, League we legends go. Him higher than Fernando Torres, who I think is a better player. But he doesn't have the numbers to show for it. At, I mean, at, not with Chelsea. Not with Chelsea. The raw numbers. The raw numbers. I think Fernando Torres hasn't beat. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about uh, that. Because Drogba's highest goal scoring year was 20 goals. Yeah, but what did Fernando Torres ever win with Liverpool? The the thing fair, is, fair. No, that's because fair. that's that's why I think Drogba's held so high because of what he won for them, and I say for he them won because with them, no, no, because without his clutch Champions yeah, League performances, okay. and that's the only reason why he's held so highly because if those Champions League performances don't exist, I think he's as memorable as Emil Heskey. Look at, but but if you look at the bulk of the season, yeah, he showed up in certain moments. Yeah, give g- give me a whole season, man. Would, Give would, me a guy that's that scores throughout the season versus at the end of the at the end of like the final. Jamie Vardy. Is he better than Drogba? In terms of like prem legend, legacy, yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. No, no, I, I I'm a big Jamie Vardy guy, so I wouldn't fight. And, and, and you know, I'm not a Jamie Vardy guy at all. For me to say that, you well, know, we're hoping we can change that. Like that. Don't worry, like, I got I, you. I felt kind of a pinch. Well, you know, in my gut when I said that. I just I give give me give me a good argument as to why Drogba is that guy for so many people undisputed. Ah uh, well, I think we're just gonna have to swallow that question and leave it for when we get uh, Kevin Garcia. <laughs> I didn't want to shit on him when he said it when he came on, but yeah yeah we'll we'll, we'll wait for that. Uh, um, he'll probably defend Mason Mount too, <laughs> who was brilliant today. To be you fair. know, uh, well that's another thing that's on my notes actually. That's the next thing. You know, so that was a perfect segue. Shout out to Kevin, man. I'm, he's in a good mood, I'm sure. Uh, Chelsea went pretty handily today. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, he, he did mention, too, he's like, this is a, this is a much-needed win, you know. Uh, but Mason Mount with Lampard, with Tuchel. He's the goods. Uh, uh, undroppable. He wasn't always great. He wasn't, he wasn't always good. He had his moments, and I think that's what... What gave him that sort of leeway to to keep his role within the team? Because even Conte, Kovacic, Jorginho, all those guys have been benched, but Mason Mount somehow just keeps his spot. This season he's been buns, buns McGee. He's just he hasn't done shit. He's been he's been outright bad, I would say. Uh, and guys that haven't really got as much of a leash as he has, like Pulisic. And like I said, Kovacic and all those guys. Um, do you think now that Grand Potter is there, he's like, all right, all right, you're gonna have to like demonstrate that you deserve a spot like these other guys before me did, because mm-hmm. otherwise I'm gonna drop you. Is he truly undroppable because he's like you know this, you know English young Harry Wonder Potter, King. little teacher's pet, or is he the goods? He's good, but he's, I just feel like he's not great, you know? He's good, but not the goods. Yeah, I guess you could say that, but it's really hard to say. Like, he um, he has good games, and then he has bad ones, and he has games where you don't even know if he's playing. But, you know, he's good enough to be on the team. I think he... I mean, there's not many better on the team. 
I know Kovacic is, is good, but I'm saying, like, for what he offers, as far as in uh, a guy that can link up the defense and the attack, it's just, like, they, they unfortunately don't have a guy. Like, if they had a, I don't know, like, a player that I really like watching in that kind of role right now is Bruno Gumairish, where he kind of does both and can link it, I think. Oh, uh, Miami fans are doing the positive. Oh, uh, sheesh. That, that's a bit harsh. 4-1, 85th minute? Yeah. Have at it. Well warranted. Uh, you know, City fans know a thing or two about that one. We'll talk about <laughs> that later, though. But, uh, yeah, man. Uh, I'm not the biggest Mason Mount fan, but I just I can see why he doesn't get the bench because there's not many better in the world. Nah, just kidding. On the ah, team. Ah. Para, para, para. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I think Grant Potter should go into the situation with, with you know, just a blank slate and, and, and let the boys earn it. Let the boys earn it and okay, Pulisic is there, Jorginho's there, um, what's his name? Uh, Kovacic is there. And, and I'm pretty sure there's other players that they got over over the summer too. They had a pretty busy transfer window. So whoa, whoa what do we got there? Should they have gotten um, Jude Bellingham? Well that's the that's the next guy that everyone wants. <laughs> and he's not gonna go for cheap, but Chelsea Chelsea likes not cheap. They like the finer things for sure. Oh yeah, man. You know, cocaine and caviar. I mean caviar and And steak. Uh gold gold uh what is that shit that people eat? The uh Oh yeah, the, the golden the, nuggets. The the gold uh gold plated steak. <laughs> gold wrapped. I don't know what it's called. That four K steak. Yeah. Fourteen yeah. carrots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that shit. I'm uh, not a great but, person. <laughs> nah, yeah, go ahead. Uh, um, moving on from that, though, um, in other news, um, n- newsworthy, uh, kind of bullshit, Xabi Alonso is the new Bayer Leverkusen manager. I don't know what to make of it. Honestly, don't. Hey, man, that's a great opportunity. Yeah, he, I yeah. guess he seems excited about it. Yeah, yeah, that's the important part. Um, um, and he has experience in Germany. Experience in Germany. He was managing the, you know, the the academy team or the second division team for Real Sociedad. So, I, you know, that jump, those kind of jumps, and then the clubs hired a name like that, um, just based on the name. I, I don't know. I don't know if they actually think. Oh, he's been managing enough. He has a successful record. I thought the same thing about Xavi, and and I mean the real Xavi. Make no mistake. Um, he's just coming off breaking uh, oh. Zidane's record. Oh. So I don't want to hear it. Look, just because you're a great player doesn't mean you can't be a great manager. And just because you were a great player doesn't mean you are a great manager. Now, speaking of Zidane, <laughs> that, that, that came to fortune. You're not quite sold on Xavi yet? I'm not sold on... I'm, uh, which one? Hernandez. No, no, I'm El not. El Catalonio. Uh, I'm not. Uh, he lets the boys play. Uh, and, and he happened to get a great team in the offseason. Let's not forget that. But before that, he was even looking good. I mean... Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, but that's because the team was just overwhelmingly better than the rest of the guys. But when Coleman had... I Okay, you know what? Yeah, he, he shit. My bad. I'm just I, not sold on him. That's uh, all. That's all. Give me, give me another season of that. Give me this whole season. Yeah, I hear of, you. of the team not being overwhelmingly better, of like showing something. But the, my point that I'm trying to make, though, I think Xavi Alonso is going to be good, 
and I think uh, he's a well-rounded player. Played in different leagues under different managers. Likeable, respect, respectable. Yeah. You know, we just got to um, see it, and we don't have that benefit it's yet. Just, it, like, the thing is, is with this sort of thing, and I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I watched how Sociedad played, the, the second team, and I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I'm watching uh, Leverkusen's games. Right? Yeah. Uh, but I do think when they get into this sort of commitment, the players or the manager at, at this point is kind of set up to fail. No, yeah. It's a stopgap for the team. Like, like they're shuffling while they're maybe looking for, for a proper manager for the rest of the season. In case the guy doesn't do good, they'll, they'll let him play out the year. And then if he doesn't do well, then it's like, oh, well, you know, thanks for trying, you know, like, we actually got Pochettino this time, or whoever yeah. it might be. Um, but if he does well, it's like, well, we look good, don't we? I think and, uh, it would have been better for Xabi Alonso to join at the end of the season, you know, to really give himself the benefit sure. of the doubt to employ what he wants to do. So right now, that's the tricky part. If they struggle early on, I don't feel like it's going to be on Xabi Alonso so much, but he's going to be very easy to target. And the German media, fan base, and board is not forgiving. And you know who's a perfect example of that is uh, 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 Pirlo, oh, the yeah. season before last. Uh-huh, yeah. Where the, he had the whole season. They they didn't do terribly, but because Juve is used to winning everything all the time, Yeah. they, they let him go. Uh, but they got him there strictly off of his name. And, like, whatever respect that, that might carry. So... So whatever respect they they kind of give, they expect from the fans, they're not going to give themselves. And it, it's bullshit. I just hope he does well because I, I love Xavi as a player. I mean, we all we all saw what he would do. What rambling. Yeah, yeah, no, amazing player. Um. Oh, uh, I, I guess this is in the future World Cup, the 2030, but. Uh, Spain and Portugal had teamed up to to co-host the the World Cup. Like they they posted up for a bid to to co-host it, um, which makes sense because they're neighboring countries, very similar climates. And then somehow Ukraine officially gets involved with with the bid. Now is this because of the war? Or because Ukraine is not yeah neighboring. I, no, no. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. It's weird. It's just uh, kind of like uh, it. I feel like it's one of those things where they're just trying to do the right thing, you know. Obviously, Ukraine's been through what they've been through, but honestly, I don't. I, I don't think it should go through. Well, not only for, you know, should just the, stay in Spain and Portugal. The last, yeah, because it's so geographically removed. But it's it's also. The only rockets we're trying to see are coming off of the foot of Holland. You know, we don't we don't need to have any fear of warfare or any kind of thing like that going on in uh, Ukraine. Does Ukraine have like historic stadiums like like Camp Nou, Bernabeu, uh, Drago? They only have very like Donetsk and like. Uh, are they on the level of the other ones? Like and, and like geographically, no, language no, yeah, yeah. language wise, yeah, Portugal and Spain have different languages. But Ukraine, I don't, it's just like a, I, I feel like it's like a sympathy bit. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't. Doesn't make sense. I, I get the idea, but it just doesn't make sense. 
I stand with Ukraine. I don't know. I stand with Artash. Um, I guess just like other other things that kind of uh, transpired. Uh, In other news, Lopategi is uh, officially out as a uh, to be a manager. He got fired today after the loss to Dortmund four to one. They've had a very bad start to the season, and uh, yeah, I think I guess it's about time. I told you earlier, I always get him and uh, Unai Emery confused, so I, I forget what teams yeah, Lepidegui yeah. has managed. Uh, no worries, man. Um, I know he was with, with Madrid for a bit before we got Zidane back. Uh, shit, man. I, I don't know what to make of it, but I guess it has some implication for <laughs> for you and your fanhood. Eh, I'm kind of indifferent to it. Uh, I he's th- not a bad manager. I think it's And he just has smoke. some success with... With Sevilla, yeah, but I I'm a firm believer in Burhalter ball, so we'll see. But I don't want to. You're a firm believer in nepotism. Got it. Yeah, and Air Force Ones, Jordans, Jordans, and all the good stuff. Um, nah, but I I think he just needs some time off, man. You know, kick your feet up, breathe some air, touch some grass. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, um, I don't know. Might uh, be tough to hear that. Oh, but it, but sure. it might be necessary. Yeah, we don't take that. a sabbatical. Pep did it. Turned out good for him. But yeah, uh, no. Nah, tragic news, but I guess good for Sevilla. Uh, word through the grapevine. They may be going for Sampaoli, so keep an eye out for that. Again? Yeah, I know. That's what I said, but hey, man. something Something's charming about those bald managers, man. Oh, man. <laughs> You're not a big Sampaoli guy? Um... He kind of looks like a bouncer, you know, sometimes, like, when you see the way he, like, he's, he's built. He's basically the Argentine uh, um, Piojo Herrera. <whistles> passion merchant. Let the boys play. The boys are back in town. I don't know, man. San Paolo. And he had a pretty bad time with Sevilla the first time. And Argentina, for that matter. Was Argentina that good? Well, yeah, yeah, they had one of the best teams. I mean, pretty much as good as they are now, except with Aguero and you know different players. But but yeah, I don't know. Interesting well, times well, for Sevilla. He won, he won with Chile two two years in a row. Let's, yeah. give, him, let's give him credit. Yeah, so give him did credit. so did Burhalter, you know, in, in his domestic tournaments, and so did Mancini. Doesn't mean they're club football ready. Christ. Although Mancini yeah, which gives you the which gives you the impression. How did Burhalter get that job? Because he didn't win shit. Oh, he was club level. He was magnificent with Columbus Crew as far as uh, you know, play style and and you know. But the best he got was fourth place. No, no, I know, but they you know sometimes like for example, you can recognize Graham Potter as a great manager despite him winning fuck all, but. You just know the idea is there, and he he happens to have a grip on the players, and and I proper rate that. So, ah, well, and similarly to Jesse Marsh, who's more accomplished, though I will say, but it looks like he's at Leeds to stay. I don't know if you heard his quote, but he's like, I, I don't want to leave. I don't want to ever leave. Um, I love it here. Even if I was offered another contract <laughs> from another team, I I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, yeah, I think like that yeah, that was yeah. his like Leonardo the, DiCaprio that, well, moment. That's the that's the. That's the political answer that's that you were talking te- about earlier. That's why, a Ted why would he say otherwise when they're in a decent moment? That's why like a Ted Lasso otherwise? bit right there, huh? Yeah. Uh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're not, you're not going to say otherwise. Uh. Hey, you're going to tell me if fucking uh, Chelsea or Liverpool came knocking. You're not going to take that? 
I, I find that hard to believe. Uh, yeah, I, I guess find that very the hard money, to believe. The money is the motive, really. The, the money and then like the lure of succeeding with a legendary club. I don't know. Uh, Chelsea is. That, that nah. they are. That they are. I don't think it's the Drogba. And uh, before before we get into reviews and shit, uh, uh, maybe you're a little more caught up on this because I didn't really... I should have followed up. Um, there was a, a riot in Indonesia. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, I guess opposing fans got into a fight. This is not like the incident that happened in Mexico last year. Or last oh, that season. one was pretty bad, too. That one was very bad because the, there was... Close to home as well. Was, well, yeah, and, you know, we knew it was underreported as far as deaths went. But in Indonesia, and I haven't caught, again, I haven't caught up, but last I, last I heard it was like over 100 deaths. Oh, easily. Yeah. Right. Oh, well, I think it was more than 125. Yeah. So, that's fucking wild. I don't even know. I thought they I thought they were into, like, fucking cricket. Yeah, well, they are. I don't... I really... I never... And this is with respect. I don't know any Indonesian football history at all, you know? They're not known for that. So, the fact that pat, fans were so passionate to get to that level... And then, too, while uh, mismanagement by law enforcement on what they did, throwing gas canisters into an enclosed space where, the unfortunately, a lot of the fans weren't able to get out while they're breathing in this chemical that's just an agony, I can imagine. Uh, one of the guys that survived it, kind of he described it, and he was like, the top of my chest was burning, uh, like I was starting to lose vision, you know, type shit like that. Now, the, there's a lot of people that didn't make it out, and, you know, it's crazy. One of the worst footballing disasters we've seen. I think you sent me the other day another incident of like, uh, kind of like a supporter section falling in. Yeah, uh, Colo Colo in Chile. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean they they were they were doing their chants. You know, they were cheering their team like, like most fans do. You know, most ultras and shit do. And uh, part of the structure just completely collapsed. Like, the, part of the stand just totally fell down. Uh, I'm sure there was deaths there as well, and it's like, fuck, man. It's, it's very cliche, but we, the, the worst thing is to go to a game and not make it back. Like, that's anybody's worst fear, you know? Yeah, yeah, It's crazy. Yeah, 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 like, any event. And it shouldn't be that way, but... Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a fucked up thing to think about, because we think of... We think of, like... Like the arenas here and the structure and the stadium and stuff. Here, there's codes, and I'm sure, like in Europe and you know, more developed countries. Yeah. More, more forward-thinking countries. You, you, you get those kind of codes and those regulations that that make you kind of abide by like a certain, you know, structure and and the way things work. And fucking Chile and Indonesia. They, they really like that's, that's. Secondary or even even like less thought of than that. So you have just a a fucking piece of stadium just falling apart on the fact that you have a couple hundred people stomping and that's fucked up. And again, like you're not making it out of that. Damn, that's fucking sad. It is. It, it sucks to hear about. And and then the the videos were graphic. Like shit, dude. That, that's scary as fuck. It looks like something out of a movie. That's scary as fuck. But, um... Yeah, it's like an earthquake or something. Yeah. Uh, but, like, that kind of scenario... 
like you said, it's it's just not happening in more developed and secure countries. Like, imagine, like, I, we go to Galaxy Games or any game, really, just even the thought of you even entering the pitch doesn't cross because you see two, three security guards within a 30-yard vicinity of you. Like, there's no way you're getting there. So, like, because that's what really led to the initial problem is fans invaded the pitch. Now, when they were thrown tear gas to leave the pitch, they all left through the tunnel, which was locked. And, yeah, the rest was history, bro. But it's a gas chamber at that point. Hey, man. It's you crazy. for me. Essentially, that's what it is. But, uh, that's what it yeah, turns into. our thoughts are with, uh, you know, the people. And, and hopefully it raises uh, questions for more security for stadiums, you know, across the world. Yeah, well, you know, that's it here. And Chilo's going to be closed. Or maybe not. Maybe they're just going to, like, continue. Just Mickey Mouse it, you know? Yeah, maybe they're just going to fucking, like, oh, we'll get to this eventually. Anyway, let's get into the reviews. Previews. He views what I view. Yeah. He views, she views. Let's go, D-Book. Let's go, Lakers. Ah. Let's go. Come on. Christ. Come on, Paul. You ain't doing shit. Fucking... Hey man, he looks in pretty good shape for off season. Hey, so he's been kind of like a little, a little tank, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Like you, you fancy him to be a good boxer? Although probably Rondo would tell you different, but <laughs> he just yeah. has that kind of body. Like yeah, he's got a, he's got that build. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> enough NBA though. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Where Arsenal, should we start? Uh, North London Derby. NLD, huh? NDL. Oh, that's right. Oh, oh no, NL. Yeah, yeah, you know, oh, you're right. Yeah, got NLD. Out. Fucking hell. It sounded like an MLB tournament. Let's go, there you Russ. go Westbrook. Ah, uh, no, nah, wait, no, no. Yeah, rock the cradle. No? Uh, okay. Nah. Anyway, uh, Arsenal hosts Tottenham. Did we call it? Yeah, I think we called it. We, we both agreed it was going to be a win for Arsenal. Because yeah. what do we think of Tottenham? Shit. Okay. And what do we think of shit? Tottenham. <laughs> we hate Tottenham. We hate Tottenham. We hate Tottenham. We hate Tottenham. Yeah. Three one. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. I'm I'm happy. I'm I'm I was over the moon. I was almost as happy as I won when City won. Man. Gabby J, ugly goal, right place, right time. But the goal of the day was clearly I hate to say could've Thomas Party. Could've been more. Oh yeah. Yeah. Three why, one. Why do you hate to say though? And it could have been four. It could have been four. <laughs> yeah. Um, Arsenal will just continue, um, the, you know, their early season success. Um, but, you know. How formidable you know, is that defense, too, by the way? They, they gave defense? away a penalty. That, they, they and it defense? was. It's a penalty, obviously. Penalty. But, you know, Richardson, he's just one of those players that when he's in the box, he knows how to he, fucking he's, uh, attract. He's looking, he's looking for the penalty versus finishing. Yeah, no, tiene picardia. He's looking for the penalty instead of finishing it. I hate that quality in the play. Can't stand it. Uh, I think that's big shit. Whoa! But it got them a goal. So who? So who's fooling who? I guess sometimes the the clever out clever the clevers, huh? There's a lot of clevers. Yeah, uh, but Whatever's man, clever, eh? Arteta, uh, another big result for him. You know, he's starting to prove that. Uh, you know, a lot of the formations he's putting out are really working for him and. Uh, like opposing teams don't know how to guard them uh, it's just it's very difficult and I think the, the player of the moment for me the guy that really makes everything tick is Sokka because I think on the wing he's so dynamic and so electric you know 
right now when we think of a winger, uh, we think of someone that's scoring a lot, and and uh, there we go, Russ. Shit. Fuck. That's the five only points right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Uh, but right now the idea of a of a winger is someone that's uh that's scoring. And Saka, he does he does a lot. He 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 play makes more than you would think. He, exactly. he drags in. He takes away defenders. And makes tracks mistake. back a lot. Just as good as finish at finishing too. He's very good at finishing. Ah, uh, let me take that back. Let me take that back. No, he's, he's good. good at finishing. He's very. He's good. not very good. Ah, because there are some there are some instances where he kind of shits the bed a little bit. Yeah, but it's but, uh, it's 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 as good as you can expect from a winger. His rate, his technique, because he takes he takes players on, he he runs into space. I don't know, man. Uh, Saka is, you know, I'm in love with Saka's game, but you also have Martinelli who who offers a lot of similar uh, a lot of similar things, um, and then Jesus who complements all those guys: Odegaard, uh, Granite Saka, Thomas Party's doing his thing. Hey man, hey hey hey, nah nah, on some shit, on some shit, hey hey, they're good man. They're good bro, but they can't even hold a candle to they're who I good, know you bro. want to mention. They're good bro, and we're gonna show them that. Maybe. Arsenal, we'll take it from here. Thanks for keeping it warm for us. <laughs> yeah. At what point do we just? If that were to happen, right? Mm-hmm. At what point are we like, all right, city, like, like get the fuck out. You're 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 Juve, uh, Bayern, Bayern, PSG, PSG, Madrid, Reborn. uh, Barca. You know, yeah. As much as I would love for that, we're the we're the papas. Like that. That's we're the papas, man. For now, at least. Some adversary is good. It is. It is. The only benefit that Spain has is that it's alternated but, quite well. But, but let's be fair. Liverpool have been them. One yeah, one year. A couple years. Well, no, where they won it all one year. But but I'm, I'm ter- in terms of like like being adversaries. Well, then let me mention Chelsea and and Spurs and. How close were they though? They were they weren't far well, off. What was that? What United. Was that, United. What was that too. point total? Um, after the season. In the last however many seasons, there's one point separating City and Liverpool. That's great, but there's only one winner, though. That's the thing. Right. Like, but second like, is as good as 10th. Not really. Not as far as prize no. money. But it's, it's you still... Were, you were clenching them on the final day. You were clenching them. I don't recall. Well, sort of like, you know, it happens. It's You were it, clenching. But we won, though. I uh, get that. And they won once, and that's it. And one once, and that's it, and that's good, and that's great. But I just don't, don't I, I just don't want people to equate Liverpool to City. They for they are they are our nemesis, but we we won the. What is the significance if it's such a dog walk? Oh no, it's it's uh it's that's a great question for all the other teams. I think the moment that they could find a way to beat City, then I think they can make it interesting. Like, why don't we flip it on them for once instead of saying, ah, City, fuck. We didn't even go ham this transfer window. This is just tactics, buddy. We have the best in the biz. Pep Guardiola, he's inventing new positions monthly. I mean, it's insane. Are you, are you telling me that you're not getting quality players? 
Oh, of course we are, but not not at the frequency as, as some of these other clubs like United, Chelsea, uh, teams that have spent, like, spent shamelessly for what they used to clown us for, now we're not doing, and they are. That's the ironic part, but everybody's trying to find a way to compete with City, but they can't because they don't know the formula starts from the bottom, and they're still trying to go for big, big-name players. You're telling me City started from the bottom? You're not understanding me. I, I mean from the U-17s up... As far as uh, you know, tactical plans, fitness—it's just a—it's a plethora. How of many things. of those guys are making an impact? Oh man, massively! And I could tell you because that's the There's difference. One. Well, what do you mean? Foden. No, no, no! You're you're not understanding me today. Really? Today we have more academy players on our team than ever, and that's a prospect. Well, of, well yeah, that's what I'm saying. As how many of those guys are making an impact? Oh, well, Foden, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, because he's the only starter. You can only have 11. Well, he's the only one that really gets genuine. And and, and another one is, is currently a starter on, on our city rivals who, if I'm frank, they look like a League 2 side currently. But that's that's like... There's a team play- that won four in a row is a League 2 side? Hmm. Well, they took four to, by Brentford and six by City. What else am I supposed to expect? That's what it sounds like to me, but... It was a routing, but besides that, I think uh, that's that's the issue with teams. They want to imitate or, or live up to City's hype, but the problem is that we're a resurgence. You know, we just got – we're shark teeth offense. That's why we're shark team. We lose one of our sharpest teeth, and we have three more coming out. We lost Raheem Sterling and Gabriel Jesus. There's players like a lot of people are going to find about this year, you know. And, and, and But that's the difference between us and the next team, and that's why it is unfair. But other teams need to catch up and, and copy the, the but format. I, but I think, um, I think you can also apply that to, to Bayern Munich and, and, and PSG. Well, not, in, in not respect, exactly. In, in, in respect to their league. Not exactly, but there, there are similarities for sure. But we're not the same. We're not the same as far as the way we well, do. Well, I mean, PSG spends way more than anybody. Well, that's that's, Bayern, that's one thing. And Bayern, relatively speaking, for, for a big club. Buys, so buys off the second place team they, consistently. But they, but they don't. They do. They do. No, quite often. Quite no, often no, they do. No, they don't. They did it just the season before when they got Upamecano. So, like, they do it every every other time. That's what I was going to say. ended up not even being all that good. Well, that yeah, they got lucky. Uh, they'll probably do it again. They're talking about but, possibly going in for Julie, uh, Jude Bellingham, by the way, which wouldn't surprise me in the slightest because they did that for Lewandowski, for Mats Hummels, uh, for so many other players. We can make a yeah. list. But the point that I'm trying City to make, done it City, no, City no, done City, it City's never done it to their league competitors though. Mares, Mares against a Leicester team that finished 12th. Raheem okay. Sterling, Raheem Sterling when Liverpool was a Europa League team. Okay, when they when, when they, they were a Europa League team, that's they, what they were. No, when they lost it by a point. Well, that was one season, and that was like. And he was on that team that year. Yeah, yeah, but not because of him. He was still kind of an academy player surging on the scene. Uh, that was that was geared by Luis Suarez, Raheem Sturridge. Yeah, he was fifty million, and he wasn't a league champion until after that fifty million was paid. So he his game elevated, you know, massively, and it was money well spent. But the yeah. point the point being, <laughs> I think I think we're we're applying. A, there's yeah, a lot but, of parallels. No, that's that's one example. Name another. You can't. I promise you. Name another, and you can't. From uh, where where City have an instance like Bayern, where we pop we buy off the second best team in our league. And there's no other team competing with them. At least we have Chelsea, we have United, we have Arsenal, we have Liverpool. Spending money but too. are they? Oh, yeah, they are. But are they competing? Yeah. You look at who spent but, a lot. But are they competing? They're because, not because of because lack, it's of, a dog walk. La- lack of talent. Lack of talent, lack of structure, lack of managerial yeah, uh, okay, capability. So, okay, so, so, that's, so that's, that's what competing. it is. 
They're just spending money. No, yeah, they're spending money aimlessly, aimlessly because they're not they're not investing it in the right areas. I mean, look at United. They invested so so great on players, but their facilities are still that of a high school in New Mexico. You know, like that's that's the <laughs> level of of advancement they have in their in their area. And it's not the same at the top clubs in the world. And that's where we do have a lot in common with Bayern. Bayern have done the same thing. They're they're you they're you 18s. You know they're they mimic what the the professional team does. And I think you know academies are just starting to catch on, but nobody's going to catch City until they start doing that. And I'm not saying we don't spend money. We spend as much money as the next team. You know, and that that includes Chelsea, that includes Madrid, that includes Barcelona. You, you know, all these teams. We everybody spends. Well, to stay on top, you can't be complacent. You can't. You and that's right. another thing. And we, I feel we, like that's what Liverpool have kind of done, and that's why they're in the position that they are. Today. Yeah, yeah. And and Chelsea, they haven't. You know, they've constantly replenished. Well, one would say well, over replenished. Ch- Chelsea have never been a club that actually develops their talent. They no, just, they're they, not known they, for that. They might have some players, and I think that's why they were sticking so hard to Mason Mount, and even to a smaller extent, uh, Conor Gallagher, who I think scored a winner this weekend, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, it was um, a nice goal. But nice they, they really, they really want those guys to succeed. Um, I guess Reese James. I, I guess Reese James is one that that's that's come through. I mean, it, and, and that, I don't think that's really, I don't, don't think really that's realistic talent. though. I think the top teams in the world are not gonna. You're not. You're not like. You're not playing an eleven of academy. All, all your best players are not your academy players. That that just doesn't happen. Maybe maybe Ajax. Maybe Ajax is like the only team that. Yeah, really yeah. Does it. Bayern were good at it for a moment. Although even then, like if you think about it, they have bought a lot. Like retrospectively, they, they buy a lot. I think uh, Madrid, Madrid, and Barcelona were the best at doing that for they're so pretty long. Good. They're, they're, they're pretty good. But now there's no pure team that does that. But like you think can. about you some of the, the tidy transfers that they've made as well. Like uh, City just have an idea of what signing they're gonna make, and I don't think uh, other clubs still lack that. And the only team that is is actually hip to it is Arsenal. And I mean, and Arsenal's the, a very good at developing. And they're good at developing, and they have been. And but now they also them. have the structure from top to bottom. If you know, um, Arteta brought his staff from City to coach some of the the, the lesser teams, and I, by lesser I mean like the U nineteens, U twenties, all that. But and, like a, a lot of a, a lot of Arsenal over the years, they they they've been pretty good at it. They've been pretty good at it, but they and then I'll say this to just to counter your thing because like I feel like you're kind of lowing down our, our academy. We have more memorable players than any of the Arsenal players that have come out, with the exception of Saka, maybe, who's getting there. But, I mean, when you talk about Sanchez, you talk about Foden, Brahim alone. Sanchez? I mean, Sancho, sorry. Oh. Um, Yeah, I mean, those are three players that are at higher levels than any of the academy guys that have come out of Arsenal in the last decade, with the exception of Saka. Uh, Maybe not Brahim. Well, Brahim is playing Champions League ball, you know, and has been for Starting? you know for a while. Yeah, yeah. Or at, if not, at least off the bench. But he starts on on AC Milan during the league sometimes. He's still playing there, um, you know. And and he was at Madrid prior, and I know he was surplus there because that's a very good attack as it is. But you know, I mean, I'm just saying like City's academy doesn't get enough love, and and just because they don't stay on the team doesn't mean they're not good. However, I think we're gonna see more of that with Cole Palmer, James McAtee, Rico Lewis who's going to be taking over a Kyle Walker spot for now, Wilson Esbrand. And there's guys that, that might end up making a name uh, the same way that, you know, some of the players that we've sold within the league are kind of balling now. Romeo Lavia, Southampton, touted as one of the best holding mids 
U23 in the world right now. I mean, there's just there's a lot to pick from. They're just not well known yet. Um, but yeah, it's a uh, it's interesting. It's a, it's a lot to to pay attention to. It is, but because I, like that's where it starts, though. You know, like like, like um, the, the, this whole thing with um, with the the Ukrainian kid uh, from Shakhtar, it, it, it kind of it started making me think. Like when we think about like, oh fuck, you gotta you gotta check this out. Like when we start talking about like some kid that's that's gonna be good we're really just going off of someone that's actually kind of already established a little bit yeah well, because look the, like people talking we, about Mudrick we've been talking about him for two years now. I, I haven't I, I have for certain because I follow the youth scene to, very to, heavily to, today or yesterday was like when I first started hearing like I, I, I can't I'm not a scout. I can't be a scout. There's no way I can be a scout. Of course it's not my not. job. Of course not. Yeah, it's like, it, it's hard for me. For me, like those kind of guys, and I started thinking like, what kind of, what kind of players do I personally want to pay attention to that are going to make the jump to the bigger teams? And I, I think the one that capsulates it the best is, is like Modric going from Tottenham to, to, um, to Madrid where they're good and, and there's something about them that's gonna ele- that they can elevate to a higher level given the, the space, the team, whatever. Um, I don't I, I cannot follow someone like fucking like uh Shalai that plays for fucking Hungary. Uh, the, who's the dude that, that scored that fucking wonder uh, Benjamin Sesco. I can't be following those guys. I can only I can only follow them once that hype is already there. And well, then for me thing. it's like up to up to me to gauge like Am I, how much? How much am I really watching of uh, of Red Bull Salzburg? How much am I really sh- watching Shakhtar? I'm not. I don't no, have no, enough no, time to. No, I barely have enough time to watch my team and the shit that I want to focus on. Yeah. Um, so, so I, I can't really have like I can only, I can only gauge the hype, and I can gauge the the, the little the few times that I see them, um, and and personally. Like maybe this is just me, the cynic. Maybe it's just me being harsh, but I'm not impressed by a whole lot. You know what I mean? So, so if you're gonna, if like that hype is really there, and those names are really coming up, but then, then yeah, you know, it's it's all good and well, but I don't have enough time. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, only the cream rises to the top, and that's yeah. not, that's why you will hear of the names. But there, like, there, and there, there's some names that that you'll hear over and over again, and. Within a few years, that that hype never really lived up. And you could have told me the same about Haaland two years ago, and now he's the cock of the walk. So mm-hmm. it can go a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think the guys that are mentioned are only mentioned because they are good and they stand out above everybody else in, in their, their age, age. Yeah. and maybe even in their league. By the way, Mudrik is one of the best players in uh, the Ukrainian league. The same way Douglas Costa was, the same way Fernandinho was, the same way. Uh, a lot of Brazilians have, have gone through there, but, you know, Zinchenko, another guy who played there. Yeah, Shakhtar is, is a factor. They're good, and but, they're, like, there's never been a player like him there. Let's just start there. And uh, there's not just one game or a season's worth of highlights, which highlights are one thing. And, like, you're right, you can't watch every single game. There's moments of brilliance from this cat, uh, not only in the domestic league, but when they were playing in Europa. He looks good, and, and... I also like to be contrarian, by the way. And transfer, in the transfer market, Arsenal were linked to them. Uh, a lot of actually good teams were linked to him, but, you know, obviously it is a risk. And you're right, I mean, he could be the next Delofeo, maybe, who knows. But he looks much better than that, and I think the hype is warranted on his case alone. And 
yeah, I, I don't know. I, I kind of like f- learning about a player early because I really cool. I'm able to actually cool. track him and be like, oh yeah, so he's born he's born here, came up in this academy. It's like I know who that is off the rip. Like I can tell you about his game. You know why? Because like the moment that they fucking actually do perform, and and they actually prove that they're that guy. I fucking told you, right? I fucking told you. Yeah. But the whole time, they were supposed to be that guy. We were just, if anything, we were late on it. Late, but also at the same time, I love having this conversation with like Ernie per se or like other people that kind of maybe more like follow that wave. It's like, bro, I could have swore to you this guy was going to be king of the world. And we have, we laugh at it. It's it's not hit or miss. It's not, it's like, you just kind of enjoy that, the prospect that's like of me it. for Dante Exum. That's an example and, and uh, But you know That's the thing about basketball It's it's so different Like it's a yeah. different player pool to choose from uh, That's what I love about soccer It's a global game and yeah, like, but, but we also have like, As many players uh, as like, We hype up a bunch of players Like right now for me The guy that, that caught my eye For a while uh, The Real Madrid player Antonio Blanco Like a six Like a Regista type player He's not gonna get playing time over Chuimani. He's not gonna get playing time over Kamavinga. And these guys, these are guys that we have been hearing of, right, for a few years now. Kamavinga for like two or three seasons now. Still only 18, 19 years old. Chuimani, same thing. Uh, we've been hearing about him for a long fucking time, and then they're panning out. But like for me, like Antonio Blanco, and and even to a smaller extent, uh, Vallejo. They're they're being developed by the teams that we follow, but who's really to say that they're actually the goods? They're they're good within like the the crop that they came up with, but professional game is not forgiving, man. No, it isn't, and and you know forgiving. players change, injuries happen, coaching situations. situations. It's yeah. like injuries. It's yeah. a lot of yeah. It's a lot of uh, things, you know. But yeah, it's 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 an, w- it just, it's wish, a niche community. And by I the way. wish I had more time to. Like the way the way that you keep up with the city uh, youth teams, the under twenty three, twenty ones, and all that. I wish I had that sort of will and that patience. <laughs> I just fucking don't. I don't uh, care. Like, give me give me the names. No, I'll and give once you they the, once they yeah. get some playing time with the main team, uh, then I'll be able to tell you if they're made for it. In the end, that's all that that's all I care about. I'll give you I, some. I homework. couldn't give a fuck about La Castilla. I couldn't give a fuck about the under twenty ones. I don't give a fuck about any of that. Whoa. Why? Because I'm not watching that. I'm watching La Liga. I'm watching Champions League. That's what I'm watching. That's Whoa. what I care about. I don't give a fuck about the rest. I hear that. But but I but I would love to have the time to watch it. I just I just Whoa. don't. I don't have that kind of patience. It's yeah. It's it's an acquired taste for sure. And, <laughs> and it's it's really it's really uh, fun when you get to the nitty gritty and and. You know, there's guys that are late bloomers as well. You know, like mm-hmm. uh, guys that that you maybe you had already even given up on, and were like, "Oh yeah, man!" Like he never lived up, and then it's like, "Oh shit," he came out of nowhere. Mohamed Salah, perfect example. Uh, Kevin De Bruyne is kind of that too. Kind of, but those guys. Well, they, like, I'm saying like, they, their careers started very slow to the point where they're they're talking about possibly going to lower league football. You know. Look, man. I think if, I, I think if you're well, yeah, Mar- Mars the, is the, one the thing. Conte is one thing, but I think if you're cutting, and and we're gonna use um, we're gonna use Saul as an example. I think if you're cutting through uh, a team like uh, ba- Basel, yeah, you're really good. Like you're really good at football. 
you're, you're you're either primed for for a secondary role. There's too many guys to for us to say that though. Playing on Basel today. Yeah, but but, but you you're in that position where you're actually really fucking good at football. Because Basel Basel's one of those teams that develops talent. Yeah. Like if you come if you're in the youth system or if you're coming on. Uh, like a yeah, they're like really good. Starting compared to your average person, not to your average footballer. Well, though those are the type of teams where big teams are looking to poach off of Shakhtar and their own Basel, communities too. Club Brugge, um, uh, Royal Antwerp, Antwerp, Guadalajara, uh, um, uh, uh, Feyenoord, Chivas, Pachuca, like though the Santos, bro, though, those. The big teams are looking at those players. Yeah, 100%. some of them. Some of them, yeah. A hundred percent, they're getting they're getting watched. They're, those those teams develop talent and identify talent really fucking well. That's 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 how it works. I of think. course, of course, yeah. But not everybody, not 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 everybody, puts up numbers. Is that know? at the end? Just because you're on Basel doesn't mean you're, you're actually the shit. I mean, you have to show us that you, you're no, Basel you, and you can score 22 goals a season because that's how the average layman is going to know who you are. That's yeah. maybe. and that's yeah, Well, maybe. the average person doesn't know football that way, though. I know. And that's the thing. Like, it's just a mental capacity thing. If you're if, like, I feel like if you're just... If you're just that in tune, you you know who's going to start. You know who's been playing good for four years in the league. You know that they're the goods. It's just, for me, it's a fun hobby to just kind of learn about the guys coming up, their backgrounds, what academies they come from, who coached them. Maybe this coach is now coaching professionally. Jesse Marsh, wow, he's going for Brendan Aronson. Link up again. It's just like little shit, you know? I enjoy it, but it's not for everyone. There's, there's, yeah. There's there's a good way to identify those guys. Yeah. Um, if I was in that position, I could straight tell you, and I would love... I would love to do that. I would love to do that. Yeah. Um, but but there's also a reason why those guys are, are so few and far between, and those guys are stressed the fuck out, and they're always flying and shit, and they don't really have time for themselves. Yeah. Um, but we were on the fucking preview. <laughs> we got severely sidetracked. I hope that was entertaining. <laughs> uh, moving on, uh, Brentford and Burnmouth are. I think we both called this a nil-nil. Yeah. The nil-nil. Following that is uh, Crystal Palace versus Chelsea. Ooh. Crystal Palace one-two lost. Was it deserved? I don't know. That's not for me to say. Uh, I don't believe in Chelsea. Uh, I like Graham Potter. Two, two good results for Chelsea now, though. Yeah. It might be coming And it's good. their first game with Grand Potter. Yeah. Uh, any thoughts on that? Uh, not really. Good on Aubameyang, though. Back-to-back games, scoring now. Um, yeah. Fair play. Top striker. Nice assist from Pulisic, too. A little layoff. And, yeah. Right after he comes on. How about that? Yeah. How's that for your XA? <laughs> and yeah. Um, Fulham lose at home to Newcastle four to one. Full ham. Uh, um, yeah. I mean, what a goal Miggy. by Almiron. Miggy. Oh. 
Yeah, wow. he's a magician. Um, but yeah, no, he's he's looking like one of the players of the season for them right now. Um, you know, up there with Bruno and and Saint Maximine. Yeah. But I still think Miguel Amarone has been the, the the consistent guy through and through. But yeah, good result for them. Expected really these days, and especially with the early red card, it's like ah, you know that that should be easy money for a club like uh, Newcastle. Mitrovic, where you at? Oh, he's still top five, isn't he? Is he? I hope so. God, I hope so. What a player. Liverpool draw at home to Brighton. 3-3. Three, 3 Tre. Tre. Trossard. That's yeah. the story. Yeah, nice, nice goals. Well, well, the secondary story is uh, Trent Arnold-Alexander. <laughs> Uh, I mean, a lot of people don't fancy him <laughs> as a defender. What say you? Yeah. Oh God, please say what I want you to say. No, no, I, I'm not. I'm not uh, reinventing the wheel here. I think everybody said it. He's a bad defender. I've said it before. We've all said it. Like I'm, I'm not surprised by it. Like people are surprised by it. It's just when he's not providing on attack, then the the shit starts to stink more in the house. I will say this. I will say this, and, I, and I'm not saying. I, I'm not saying this. I'm not saying that Trey Arnold Alexander is a good defender. He's not. I've been saying for the longest time that they should... I would implore them to think about maybe making him a full-time winger. Oh, yeah. That's just my idea. I I know that clashes with the idea of Salah, but maybe it's time to let Salah go. Um, So let let me start off with that. But I do think that that Trent is also kind of suffering that that sort of public uh, humiliation that that McGuire is experiencing yeah where like maybe maybe he's not as bad as like the the low hanging fruit joke is yeah Uh, and and by the way I don't think that that McGuire is that bad but you, you get what I'm trying to say is the joke right now is that Trent is a terrible defender. I'm not sure that that's actually the case. Not a good defender, but he's not a he's not as terrible as, as maybe it's made out to seem. Yeah, be nice. That's all, that's all I'm saying. Um, again, he has not feelings. great, not great, not good, but not terrible. Yes, I'm sure. I'm sure there's some favorables that's to back me up on that, but. But you know what I mean? Like, pe- people gang up on, on the cheap joke. Yeah. They and love don't be a cheap, the cheap joke. Don't be the cheap joke. They, they love a cheap joke. Learn and, how to fucking stand tackle, you know? I mean, you know, fucking Tomiyasu has no problem doing it. You're telling me you can't do what Tomiyasu can do? Ah, man, I have no pity for guys like that. Look, I don't re- feel bad. Re- reinvent yourself as a right mid and, and, and go on with it. Because I'm, I'm tired of this sob story for him. Like, I don't feel uh, bad. Trent, he's in a dark place. You you guys have... Man. Boy, if you don't soft... You know... Boy. Ah, man. Look, he's bad. Virgil van Dijk's been bad. I mean, that whole team has been bad. Let's start there. Morale's, morale's down. So he's not the the root of the problem, but he looks worse than ever. Because now he's, 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 he's liable. He, yeah, he, he's a... He's a peon. Yeah, he's a peon. Ah. Um, but... <laughs> Anyways, let's let's go back to the game because I don't want this to be the Trent 
Alexander, you know, show because oh, you're on. You guys are on top, so we'll we'll, we'll let you have it. No, well, we're on top. I, I think yeah, Brighton are even on top. I believe, as it stands, uh, maybe but, above them. Yeah, but the thing is, I'm just saying, like, yeah, the whole team is bad. The whole team is bad. It's not a Trent problem, but he's been asked too. So, yeah, they're familiar. How did he get to where he is if he was that bad? That, that's my question. Hey, man. That's my question. And, and, and if he's as bad as he's made out to be, he wouldn't be where he's at. Hey, if you, if you feel that way, I mean, you're, you're much more unapologetic with other players if they were to have this shit of a performance. So, I mean, I get it. You maybe have a soft spot for him. Uh, but, look, he's been bad, and we, we could have told you that last season, and this I just, season I just it's looked even worse. I understand how narratives are. Well, narratives exist for a lot of things, but we decide which narratives we want to interpret. Well, I guess that's what I was, was getting to as well earlier about the yeah. whole uh, the whole Haaland and Darwin Nunez thing. Maybe, maybe we got to give him a season. To, to uh, get his confidence back. Maybe missing out on the World Cup is going to light a fire inside him. <laughs> yeah. I don't... I'm, I'm not quite understanding that one. But, uh, yeah, anyways, back to Liverpool. I said this last week. If they don't get anything, like, but three points, then it's it's over for them as far as title aspirations. Oh, I think that's gone. And they I tie. I think that's gone. I have a neighbor that that's actually a Liverpool Liverpool fan. He's like, we're done. Yeah. There's no way we're, we're getting back into the title conversation. I agree with that. I I think it's. Look, man, we we can say it's early season and all that, and maybe they might make a push at some point, but you can't drop that many points. You can't look this bad. And and say that you're gonna get a title. You just can't. No. Not at all. You have to be flawless almost for the rest of the year. And well, when you have teams like City that. that are fucking basically perfect, perfectly built, it's just not possible. Arsenal are, are really, really good too. So, I mean, like, they, there's there's a few teams that are better than Liverpool this year. Uh, Arsenal have... Man, I love Arsenal, but I don't know if, if they're going to be able to continue just for the fact, like I said earlier, is that they're, 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 they're just unseasoned. Um, let's move on. Yeah, Southampton yeah. Uh, at home. Go, uh, go, go you seagulls! <laughs> but, but they have also a new manager too. Oh, who, shit, who, who got a lot of shit? Yeah. Um, Southampton loses at home to Everton. <whistles> um, Everton somehow have the best defensive record this season. Go you, on, Pickford. Which means they have the least amount of goals scored. They have an abysmal offense, but somehow they're not getting scored on a whole lot. Is that is that Lampard's work? Yeah, and or is was, that or is that due to the talent of of their defense? It's Lampard's work, with with uh, good performances by his defense. He's worked on his management. The easiest part of management to work is the defensive discipline. The defensive discipline is much more notable now. And listen, I'm not his biggest fan, but he's improving. He's just not any manager I would like to watch, I'll tell you that much. But, you know, they took Connor Cody, Dwight McNeil, 
from foreign teams. Very good players. And I think on set pieces, they are lethal. That's one credit I will give them. But, yeah, good for Everton. Um, 2-1. Um, and, and, yeah, not much, not much else to say there. Good win for them. Yeah, another Southampton win is another for the Blue Boys, the good guys. And then the next game was uh, West Ham hosting Wolverhampton. Skamak. Skamaka. Uh, good goal, a little deflection, but uh, oh. I think it was. I think it was still headed. It was well hit. No, it yeah, yeah well no, hit. no. It, it, again, it was headed towards the goal. Uh, first goal in the Prem. Tristan Thompson and. <laughs> Right, let's, let's let's hope he has the same success off the field uh, or off the off the court off the record, and uh, another goal by uh, Jared Bowen, <laughs> who by the way got a nasty fucking dislocation. Yeah, I sent you that right. Yeah, you'll be all right. It happened to my boy Ernie. He's cool. Yeah, yeah. No, they just they 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 popped it back. He just can't play Spider Man no more. But yeah, well, he good. The thing is, is uh, you have two hands. <laughs> So you you adapt, and, and you, you conquer. Yeah, yeah, but um, that that happened to also be the last the the straw that broke the camel's back in terms of Bruno Lodge's tenure with Wolverhampton. Uh, he has been sacked since. The latest casualty in this year's managerial, I don't know, carousel. <laughs> <laughs> I think I told you, but uh, Bruno Lodge reminds me of that kid that got like his head smashed in the table when the cake was there. <laughs> he did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, man. Uh, but you know, what about the kid? Against the uh, you just wanna wind her up. Nah, nah. But uh, yeah, I mean, look, I don't think Bruno's a bad manager, but the personnel's been I, lacking I, too. I felt like. Like, they played really well under him uh, in the last six months, last nine months. They just had a a fucking terrible start. They're in relegation zone as we speak. They've had a very fucked up start. And, uh, yeah, I, 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 oof. Good shit, Westbrook. Hey, Ref. What? Can we get that review for a flagrant? Man. That's just a block. Something light. Yeah, man, uh, they just had a terrible start, and there's no way to defend it, man. I, I... Yeah, yeah, I hear you. So he, he's out. Um, I'm curious to know who they're, who they're bring in. But, hey, maybe they'll bring... No, they're, uh, they're rumored to bring somebody in, bro. Ah, oh, God, I read it today, man. Ah, oh, this is annoying me. Let, uh, let me just quickly look that up. I know who, who said it, too. That's the thing. Um, maybe they'll bring back uh, what's his name? Oh, well, I I, I kind of googled it already. Oh yeah, yeah, it was a uh, Lopetegui. Lopetegui and Eusebio de Francesco. Hey, maybe they'll bring in uh, uh Nuno Spiritu Santo unless he's Spiritu coaching somebody. Santos. Bum. <laughs> um. Sorry, man. I think Wolves need a revamp. They need you to just get off the Portuguese hype. Ah, uh, Morpheus, well, man. Look, man. The um, or the blue pill. <laughs> yeah. Um. 
they fucked up in letting Carter Cody go. Yeah, that that was a big loss. I, I think it's I think as big as a loss as Schmeichel to Lester. You know, like that's the kind of I, yeah, exactly. I think not 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 only did you lose a great player, you lost a great man. You lost a great leader, son. <laughs> you did. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> this psychological bullshit. It's a thing. It's a fucking thing. And uh, yeah, Wake you, you you can't Come lose on, you can't lose up. someone like Connor Cody. Especially to a fucking rival. Everton, not that great. Why Why the fuck would you sell him for, for a few... Like, and not replace him? This is bullshit. Hey, money's tight, mijo. Hey, 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 hey. Tenemos hey, frijoles hey, en la casa. Hey, hey, hey. A.K.A. our backyard. A.K.A. Portugal. Hey, hey. Yeah, but... Um, yeah, I mean, good result for West Ham. No, though. West they Ham, because, because they were in the mud, too. They, they, they had started by <laughs> bad, too. Uh, next game, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll let you take reins on this. Nah, I, I, know, I know you like it. No, 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 no. No, I know you like it. Nah. Ooh. Ooh. It's a Ooh. La Funk U3. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, no, I mean, nada, nada que decir. 6 3. Eh, Could have been more. Man- Manchester is azul y, y nada, bueno. Yeah. Contento yeah. con el resultado, eh? <laughs> yeah, no, look, uh, it was domination from the start. Two hat tricks. That's wild. Yeah, but I, I love Phil Foden's first goal. I mean, he kind of did the. Uh, you know how in Spain they have the, the artists that wear the mariachi suit more or less, and they play the clackers, like or the they're kind of I don't know what they're called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they kind of do this shit. Like he kind of did that when he striked it. Yeah, and uh, his motion. It was just a beautiful strike and yeah, exactly like a you know the guys who who pull the turo cloth. It was kind of like that. Um, but anyways, yeah, uh, Foden and, and Haaland were brilliant. I will say Anthony's goal was spectacular as well. Came from nothing. Cuts on to his left. He says, right, then I'm going to have a hit from the here. The second half for Manchester United was so much better. Yeah. Um, it, like, if you, if you didn't look at the score, it was a much more even game. But that first half yeah. was... I mean, think about it. Say if it was a two-leg affair, we would have won the first half. You guys would have won the second half. Well... By you know, aggravate. kind of. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you say you guys. Oh, I I, I hate to claim two teams, man. Uh, I just, I, I just don't want to do that. Uh, I'm um, a Barca guy. To be fair, I'm just wearing the city kit. City Milan and the fucking Marseille and, and America. Santos, America, Galaxy. Who else? Uh, um, the Thirty Sixers. No, no. Uh, but I am a fan of. Uh, of uh, Dortmund as well. Ah, yeah. Because of Pully God. Them, them too, yeah. But I don't really claim them like that because, yeah, fuck you. You like them for Pulisic? Like all the great players they have, you like them for Pulisic. Fucking hell. Gundogan. Fucking hell. Holland. Um, yeah, no, um, that, that City uh, Manchester United game was brilliant. I will say though that that the game last year was more dominant. I forgot when it was. Maybe it was. Uh, maybe it was like towards the end of December. Something like that. Yeah, I, I felt like that game was more dominant for City. Anyway, the score was less. I think it was like four nil, three or four nil, something like that. Because I I remember the next week, Liverpool beat the shit out of them five 0 
Yeah. It uh, should have been ten. <laughs> yeah, there was a pause in like fucking fifteen minutes before the end for uh, first city. Yeah. This weekend. Yeah, yeah well, and you were at the pub with your mates, so yeah, I, I was. I, I, just, know, I know you were. You guys were fucking living it up. Yeah, we were lit, man. Um, you know. It was uh, some technical difficulties, but we watched it alongside some United fans, and that's why I say it was over very quick, man. Fifteen minutes in, they they just kind of wanted to shudder and just kind of like, uh, you know, don't look at me type shit. And, <laughs> and I'm going to say face. I'm not going to look at you, but if you pipe up, yeah, I'm going to respond. Uh, was there any of that? A little bit of bickering, not really with me, some of the mates, you know, it's it's all banter at the end of the day, it never gets out of hand, but it's just a testament that it's it's not much of a derby anymore, is it? It's not just, lately. It's easy money, it's easy money. I'm sorry, Crystal Palace strike more fear in me these days, I hate to say, um, and I'm sorry, I was unimpressed with United, I braced myself for a much closer match, as I described I think I said 3-1, but, you know, still, like, I thought it would have been, like, defensively, maybe, maybe Varane was out of it, because I don't know if he really took a knock or not, or if he was adjusted by that, but defensively, they looked woeful. I think their build-up is a lot better than their defense. And, and Ten Hag seems to be very stubborn on not starting Casemiro. Or Ronaldo, for that matter. He, he tried to say, he's like, I have too much respect for his career. I, I respect what, that. Whatever problems he has with Ronaldo, it's yeah. very, very terribly hidden. It's, a, it's like a very thin bell. But uh, why, why he would insist on not starting Casemiro over... Uh, um, Scott McTominay. Scott McTominay. Casemiro has him beat in every single area. Don't know mm, why. Legs? Uh, Casemiro's got fresh legs, relatively. Scott's is our, our fresher though. He's a young buck. He's younger. Twenty thousand miles on that. You're talking about a car that's two hundred thousand miles on it, me. Oh, that's not two hundred thousand miles. Oh right, uh, shit, kilometers? What? Come the? on, man. No, man. No, 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 no. Even then, like, even if he might be fresher, there. I don't know if there's any aspect of McTominay's game that's better. Experience. There's nothing better that, that McTominay does or has over Casemiro. But he chipped Ederson like two, three years ago. You remember that? Scott McTominay, midfield, dinks but, it over Ederson. But in, a, in a fortunate event, Casemiro, there's, there, again, there's nothing better that, that McTominay does than Casemiro. There's nothing better in his arsenal. You, you tell me. I, I would agree with you if, if Casemiro was like, you know, prime Casemiro. But Casemiro's I, only fucking 29-30. It's not like he's this fucking, fucking burnt-out player that, that a shadow of himself. He just fucking won a Champions League and he had a great season on top of that. It's, uh, not, like, it's not like he barely made the season. He's a bit of a tractor, isn't he? Fucking hell. Um, you know, Dominic's not, not the quickest player. But he has experience in the derbies, and, and he, he, he doesn't shirk a tackle. He's a bully, which all of Casemiro is too. But he's younger. He, he can run more. He's, I, he's I think. younger. He's younger, and that's it. Uh, that's not necessarily a plus. You know, Casemiro's we also have to a keep better in mind. Casemiro's in a, new, sense. He's a newer player, too, though. Like He's not fully adapted to what 
you know, what Ten Hag might be asking for, for one, or maybe there's also a refusal on Casemiro's part that it's just like, all right, Ten Hag's like, I might not start. The only thing that I will, that I'm willing to accept is that there's a language barrier. Oh, well, that's, that's, that's something on A communication problem, I'll, I'll, a hundred percent. I'm sure that, I'm sure that's a factor. Other than that, football, (laughs) you play it on the pitch. Casemiro has experienced all of it. And he, and he did play for a little while. Only a little while, ten minutes, I think. And on that, in that few minutes, he got sat by Joao Cancelo. So that just kind of lets you know everything you need to know now. It was greenish. Oh yeah, it was greenish. And, and he went for a slide oh, Cancelo, tackle. Cancelo and, sat down and, Bruno. And, that was and, filthy too. And, and he tried a slide tackle. I don't, ah. I don't know. He sat down. Uh, those, those sort of things don't really matter. They don't really move you, but they, they move really me. me. It's flair. I love it. it. it that's a world class guy. Twitter talking. Ah, that's a world class guy though, to, right? Twitter, Twitter talks, man. They they love that. They love goals. They love assists. They love all that bullshit. We love flair on this we, side. We talk about that shit. And nah. it's, like, it's such a tired thing for me. Talk, <laughs> talk to football, man. Well, tell, tell, I mean, tell me, tell me how City was better, and, and and we know exactly how. Oh well, yeah. I don't have to tell you. Yeah, we, I feel I don't want to put exactly you through how. that pain because we were better on every front. The yeah. second half, we let the the foot off the pedal once we made five subs. That was the only way you can even, not you, but them could even get close. You know, it's like. It, it just wasn't a contest for me, man. It, it felt like out, after the 60th minute, City players checked out. It was like, it's it's done, you know? I wish they wouldn't have, but, you know, there's different motives. But, yeah, look. And as an opposing player, I hate that. I hate, uh, that, I hate, I hate that you guys are so comfortable that you guys are going to fucking take it easy. That, that you're going to save yourselves because we were too easy for oh dude I would hate the fuck out of it. I would start like I would I honestly would start double footing people I hate no, that no, I fucking hate that yeah what if what it's, if it's disrespectful to for you to stay at six nil versus going to nine ten nil disrespectful yeah. and there was a I point where like shit. it looked yeah it was, it was starting to starting to look like that where it's like oh well he's gonna cross you like no 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 it's it's enough bro play it back. And they start passing around like, wait. And, I, and personally, I don't, I don't fully believe that players actually feel that way. No, I mean, maybe they want to turn it up. Maybe it was a managerial thing, but you know, it's one to forget for United. But um, you know, I think uh, Ten Hag summed it up best. He's like, they taught us a lesson, and you know, just move on. But there, there was, there was um, some good to grab. Some good, a little bit. Silver I guess. lining, yeah. Like you said, Anthony had a, had a great goal, and Martial got two goals. <laughs> that was nice, yeah. Scored a penalty. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Leeds and Aston Villa share a nil-nil. Another nil-nil. The nil-nil The nil, the nil-nil. But good result considering the circumstance for Leeds, who were down at 10 men for most of the game. Jesse Marsh saying after the game that he'd be more than happy to stay with Leeds and he does not plan on leaving. More from Nestor. I don't believe that for a fucking second. It's just a good thing to say. It's the right thing to say. It's the right fucking thing to say. It's never the right time to say goodbye. Moving on, uh, Lester hosting Nottingham Forest for a 4-0 win. I'm on record on singing praises for James Madison. Uh, sure. Today, right now, as it stands, I am so uninterested in him as a player. Uninterested in 
him as a player. I hope he sees this, bro. Last season, he wasn't good. And you're not going to talk me into thinking he was good. He wasn't He's bad. He's had a couple of good games he this season. He wasn't bad. Yeah. I, I, no, I'll, no, he, he, he wasn't good. He wasn't bad. That's my that's my rebuttal to that. I, I would I will agree. He did not have an outstanding season. Uh, okay. He was and, injured and for much Luke. of it. He was injured for much of it for starters. <laughs> Managerial changes happening soon. Um, oh, oh no, we 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 can't look into the future and use that as a fucking. Well, no, I'm saying that as a as a segue to say that there's maybe better things to come. Despite a very bad manager, he's one of their best players. Harvey Barnes is the other, Tielemans as well. And that's where it ends. There's not a lot of great players there. They lost their best defender, uh, Wesley Fofana. They lost their best keeper. They're probably their best leader. And he's still, you know, recently turning it up a bit. I, I'll give it up for him. I think on his day, he's one of the more uh, impressive talents that England has, um, truthfully. There's not a lot better. So there's a story that's out there. Um, and... This is unfair of me. I, I understand this. I always talk about full, like, like let the football talk, be the football. But it, it turns out to be that James Madison's kind of a shitty person. <laughs> I don't. That doesn't move me though. Like, I, that, no, I, I, and typically it doesn't move me either. Slatan is one of the shittiest people ever. Is he? He seems like it. I, well, on the pitch. And there's numerous reports from teammates, managers. Fans alike that can that can Fans? attest to that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, look at his quotes. Look how disrespectful he can get. For oh, his one. quotes are his quotes are inflammatory on purpose. Well, but I, like I don't think that's a certain. Like James Madison is one of those. Do you know how much I make? Type people. And I think the majority of footballers are that. By the, the way, uh, a lot of know. them are. A lot I, of them. I, I wouldn't say the majority. I'd say the majority. Man. Especially the majority. especially for that kind of position. Well, like we just don't sure there's I'm sure there's a lot of them. Uh, but anyway, he's I'm one not, of those guys. I, I'm not nominating him for the Nobel Peace Prize. I don't. I don't really care. No, about I, that. And, yeah, and I get that, and and I, and I know it's unfair of me, but I, he just doesn't move me as a player anymore. That's fine. He's nice. He he can he does this. He does that. I just think there's other players that are more conducive and better. I don't. I and I think he's better than Mason Mount. He's more developed than all these players. I'll say that. I just know that, that Southgate has his preferences. He's got his players that he knows he's going to take, and that's not going to change. Maybe for Trent, hopefully. Because um, Kyle well, Walker's hopefully out. Not, hopefully not for Trent, right? For Trent's sake. For me, I don't give a shit. I don't have a duck in that in the Trent race. I don't, I don't, I don't care. Yeah, but... But I have a feeling he's going to make it just off of the familiarity and the time that he's there. Yeah, but I, I, since we are doing reviews, I want to kind of focus on the weekend. He was brilliant on the weekend in a derby, sure. no less. Credit to him, and Wait, I hope he continues. Yeah, mm. East Midlands. Um, I'm, I'm, a bit of, I'm a bit offended. I, as a Leicester hater, I thought you would at least be invested in their history. <sighs> Sorry, Ern. My bad, G. I failed you. Um, but yeah, good result. I have, I have more history hating Lester than Ernie has loving Lester, and the reason that he loved he, he likes him because they were doing well that season. 
And he's like, well, fuck it. I, I, like, I'm committed to this. Yeah. But they won the story of the year that year, too. You know? Uh, they won the story of uh, all years. Yeah, fuck but... Fuck Lester, man. Fuck Lester. Even though they rhyme with my name. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that wraps up the... Uh, the league games, at least for England. I don't know if there's any notable results you want to go over from La Liga. Real Madrid's not perfect anymore. God damn it. <laughs> Kareem Benzema missed the penalty. We would have kept our perfect season. I know you were kind of confused with that um, because of the Invincibles. Yeah. That they were undefeated, but Real Madrid had, had won every game up until uh, drawing with Otashina. And I was like, I, I was pissed off because I, I had assumed that Osasuna was, like, somewhere in 14th place or something. But the, they're in respectable eighth. But the fact that Kareem Benzema is missing a penalty is unforgivable. Yeah. And uh, that, that's the difference between uh, having a perfect season as of now. And, and, uh, <clears throat> and what, what that matters, probably nothing. I don't know. You, you, there's there's no way you're gonna have a perfect season, man. No, no one's. No, no, of that. course not. But the way we point to Stevie G's slip, you can point to what mo- you can point to one. Maybe, moment. maybe, maybe at the end of the season we'll be. But there the, there will be many, and and both teams I think are gonna drop points down the line. But um, I think that's what maybe might be a little bit. I wouldn't say demoralizing, but it's a little bit of a jab. It's like oh, okay, well now we know that we're not first. We're currently. always better. We're always better. I mean, the, and I don't want to bring up the past because I'm a, I'm a live in the present type dude. But the the last matchup was, I mean, I, I don't want to go into detail, but it, it didn't even seem competitive. If, if I'm oh, honest, oh, the Barcelona Real Madrid. Yeah, and and that was not with that was without yeah, 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 Lewandowski. Yeah, yeah you yeah. seen him, right? I mean, the goals he's scoring right now are just it's like wow. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I know yeah, I didn't yeah. tip him to have this good of a season, yeah. and I thought he was gonna maybe even diminish, but. Boy, that crow is tasty, I'll tell you what. And uh, Madrid, I can't wait. I can't wait for that matchup. Sorry, no, I, that's my alter ego. I love that. I love that. Ah. We wake up to that. And Xavi, I just want to say 13, 13 straight. And if we lose, well, they've also lost ah. Champions League two in a row, right? Yeah, watch that. <laughs> hey, yo. Nah, but... Uh, yeah, tough result for Madrid. I, I did see the penalty. I think it could happen to anybody. He wasn't far off the mark, but uh, did chip off a little bit of the paint. Hit the post. Hit yeah. the post. It wasn't like it was missed. It was just those are you got to score, and and that's the difference, right? That's the difference between being in first place and second place. It'll be worse if he would have Panenka did, man. And, that, and that's all right. That's all right. I think I, I think Benzema, if anybody, deserves. <laughs> A little leeway. And it's fine. Uh, do you want to talk about Champions League for a bit? And then sure. We'll, we'll wrap this bitch up. Sure. Wrap it up then. Uh, oh, but we didn't discuss Barcelona, though. Oh, I get it. Yeah, we. sorry. We, well, well, all right. I mean, Sevilla's touted it like, at, at least as the fourth or fifth best team in Spain. Like, it was a significant sure, result. Sure, sure, sure. 2-0. Um, just wanted to give them their flowers real quick. Xavi, 
13, 13th away game win in a row. Barcelona, the 13th game. Come on, man. Um, breaking Zidane's Cause, record. Because uh, uh, Chavi's not playing. Uh, well, I mean, well, they've already lost three Champions League games. Uh, but when when he's by played, the time he's won everything. By, so by I don't the know. time I can't uh, refuse that. Don lost his third Champions League game. He already had two Champions League titles. Well, you know Not what? Here. You know what, Zidane? Xavi's won a World Cup. He didn't get sent off. All right. So I don't want to hear it. Z- Zidane won a World Cup too. Yeah, but he, you know, Xavi's never felt the loss of one. Is what I'm trying to get at. Well, I mean, technically speaking. Zidane didn't either because he was not on the pitch. But he did participate in the game, though. However, but we but we are able to surmise that if he stayed on, that most likely he they wouldn't have lost. I think that's that's uh, very hopeful. But well, that well, they were winning. <sighs> yeah, but you're expecting a player to play best at his at the ninety the you know the nineties. No, no, it's not happening. No, no, we. we I don't know. He but had a dominant tournament. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. Shoulda, won't cut it, you know. But anyways, yeah, no, I, I was trying to hone in on Barca and, and just give them their flowers. It's an impressive streak, and I, I hope they keep it up. So, yeah. Visca Barca y nada más, eh. Mezque un club. Vamos, Xavi, que estamos con vosotros, eh. Go ahead, say it. No, Xavi has the benefit of a good team. Ha, ha, ha. That's tough, isn't it? You'll you'll never be able to make him happy. No. He has to go coach Elche, I guess, right? Fucking hell. Show me. Same with Pep. Show me. And I, and I, and I, and I fully believe Pep can do it. <laughs> I don't. Think I fully so. believe Pep he's a, can. He's a he's even admitted himself. He's a bad manager. He just he gets expensive signings that are talented. Like that's yeah. Of course you're gonna be good, man. I fully believe that Pep can take like a Southampton Leicester type team to a Champions League. <laughs> I fully believe that. No, no, Champions League is not his forte, brother. Even though he's made he, the most he, he semifinals. Can, he team. can take them there. And getting to semifinals means you're an elite team. <sighs> Repeatedly. Fair play. Let's, let's get into Champions League while we're at it. Yeah, you tell him, CP. Yeah. yeah you don't bitch. know that. Yeah, you little he fucking an, he rat. He ain't an all-star. Yeah, you fucking rat. He's never played for USA. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He you, fucking he fucking leads his his ex-teammates to uh to their tunnel. Yeah. Uh come on, yeah, bro. You fucking rat. No, no. Put some respect on that's his name. That's why he got socked up. No, that's why he got socked up. That that's a multi-time all-star, brother. One of the best point guards of and our generation. And a no-time champion. Even Toscano's got more championships than him. Yeah, but to yeah, be he's fair, a big player. <laughs> uh, no, you're right. You know, it's true. It's kind of like when I tell no. people, like, well, none of that. Matters. Scott Carson has won. You're gonna tell me that history is gonna remember uh, Juan Toscano Anderson over Chris Paul? He's arguably one of the best Mexican players to ever play in the league. I, I think so. I'd hope so. Come well, on. So is Devin Booker. Uh well, Devin Bukino, nah, man, that guy's different. You could clearly tell it's his, it's his guys, Anglo man. side. Also, uh, what's his name from uh, from New Orleans? What's his name, Alvarez? Oh, yeah, but he's Puerto Rican, though. He's, he's half. Uh, he's half and half. Yes, uh, sir. But, you know, we claiming that Puerto Rican side. Oh, yeah, we, we, well, well, as Mexicans, you know, we have to claim it. They, they, they make the better ball players. They make the better boxers. I mean... <gasps> uh, nah, <laughs> 
that that'll get that'll get. Oh, that's those are fighting words, son. Those are fighting words. Uh, nah, I'm clowning. I'm clowning. But um, yeah, anyways. I mean, it's, I, it's an argument. No, no, I don't. I don't think. It I is. like. I don't know. I think with Canelo's, uh, I think what he's done, it, it just tips it over for me. But that's well, there's that's, a lot. There's a lot of history there. That that's, that's a, a rivalry. It's a rivalry. It's a rivalry. That's a for talk sure. for the boxing pod uh, airing on Fridays, by the way. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Anyways. Ding Ding Podcast. Yeah. All right. So speaking of uh, uh, Champions League, Bayern Leverkusen puts uh, five pass um, Pilsen. Pilsen? I don't know. I don't know how you pronounce that. Yeah, five no. But as they should. And then Marseille beats Sporting Lisbon 4-1. Napoli puts six past Ajax 6-1. Ajax's biggest loss ever in Champions League. History. Um... The big one here is uh, Inter Internazionale beats Barcelona 1-0 uh, controversially. Yeah. Uh, still 1-0. Still 1-0. But, As it uh, stands. So. At the end, and, I, and I, was, I was just saying this as a wind-up. At the very end, um, there's, a, there's a cross and it, it hits the hand of one of uh, Inter's Defenders, yeah. Uh, on the way to whose header? Whose header was it? It was Ansu Bumpti. Uh, Ansu Fati. And VAR decides it's not a, it's not a, it's not a handball. Menos mal, eh? And then Xavi complains about it. He gets carded. He gets carded. Just to make matters worse, and then he starts doing the wank symbol towards uh, him. Well, no, he, he no, uh, he does a symbol that that signifies that the refs were paid. <laughs> yeah. Mind you, and and, th- and this is like a, v- a very small thing. Mind you, Inter kind of has money problems. <laughs> so for them to to cough up money for refs, I don't know. Uh, well, but um, any money is good money. You know. You know. I think, and and, and this is a thing that that fans do, and but it was, just or go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say the 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 fallacies by. The ref affected the game, and and there was there was more than one. There was more than one. That's that's totally. my gripe with it, but it's it's the game. It happens sometimes. But with all the technology we have, it's it's unacceptable. How can you know? It's How it's very you know? tough. How yeah, can you know? and but and it has big implications for Barca because they have not got a dub yet in the Champions League. Yeah, yeah. So that's so damning. As it stands in Europa League, so they can focus and, on the league. And you, but the, yeah. here's the thing that, that that kind of pisses me off about fans and. I need to get off Twitter because uh, people people don't they don't they don't discuss sport they they discuss narrative they they discuss um, the the surface level shit you're not you're not gonna you're not gonna see people talk about formations you're not gonna see people talk about uh, plays uh, you can see that you see them talking about like appreciating like beautiful like artistry like Busquets or whatever. or raw stats like raw stats you, you see that. You see, st- oh, fucking so-and-so scored. He's fucking... But the thing that gets to me also is, like, when when players or, or managers are not consistent, and, and this is humanity, like, this is people as a whole, they start they, they started saying, uh, because Xavi had unkind words for the ref, saying that it's unforgivable. 
Yeah. B- basically, ask him to explain it. You know. Yeah. B- basically, he's just shitting on, on on the ref for missing the the handball that was that was pretty clear. And in an interview last season, he's basically saying, "Look, man, I know the refs have a hard job, and it was a call that went in their favor. Mm-hmm. Similar sur- similar circumstances." Yeah, and I'm yeah. sure you could do that for every, for every yeah, manager. Yeah, and, by and that's my point. Is yeah, he's saying that. Look, man, the refs have a hard job. I'm not going to be the guy that's going to be degrading them because they have a tough job, and and, and I'm I'm not gonna, I'm not here to criticize that, and I'm never going to criticize that. I guess that's that's the point. But yeah. when he's taking opposite action, he's acting in the heat of the moment. He's pissed off. Well, right, hundred percent. So. And, yeah. and and people, with like as human beings, we are allowed to have those sort of emotions. Of course we say things we don't mean. Of course we act in ways that we don't agree with. Of course, like when when uh, when someone gives you advice, it's like, hold on a second. Yeah. You're, you're telling me something that I know that you like. The pra- practice what I preach, not what I, not not how I act. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. and um, when when managers or or other athletes act in ways that they don't speak of, and people as a whole, I'm not I'm not always going to act the way I, I I'm saying is rational because that's not how people operate. And people get lost in that a lot of the times, and, and, and they hold it against them for some reason. He's, it, it's, it is in the heat of the moment. Of course he's fucking pissed off. Why wouldn't he fucking be pissed off? This could be the difference of Barcelona going on to the round of 16 or going to Europa League. This is very, very well the case. It's yeah. kind of bullshit to hold it against Xavi, but... Um, and it, by the way, Barcelona... Played much better than Inter. They were they were driving at the goal. On top of everything, on top of it. So that's the part that I think is the most sour. But it, it comes with the game, and and like you said, I think it's important to point that there's maybe been decisions in the past that favored Barcelona and maybe grinded them out of results similar to this. But you know, um, I mean, anybody who watched the game can surmise what they think, and I thought it was a little unjust, but. I don't think it's an insurmountable climb, but it's gonna they're gonna have to be perfect from here on out. I'm talking about three three teams. It just seems like they they have a weakness against Bayern. They have to beat Inter. Pleasant, that's that's fine. But the other two, they they have to win. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be difficult. Uh, Moving on from that, um, uh, what are their uh, uh, notable results? Liverpool beat Rangers 2-0. Leipzig beats uh, Celtic 2-3-1. Manchester City beat the shit out of Copenhagen. A five-nil. Uh, Holland gets Copenhagen. Gets a brace. Uh, Dortmund beats Sevilla four-one, which was kind of surprising, and that was the the final nail in the coffin. That was the final nail in the coffin for Julian Lopetegui. Hard to say. Uh, Chelsea beats uh, Milan three-nil. Milano. Which is pretty pretty impressive. And then uh, PSG, for all of Messi's greatness. Wow! What uh, a goal, by the way. It was beautiful. I saw that, and, it, I, and maybe that's Messi's standard, but it, like we've seen that a million times for Messi. Who else is doing that though? I mean, it, it doesn't happen often, you know. But it's it, maybe, maybe it's just it was in the but, run of but, play. But for the amount of master, like masturbatory fucking celebration yeah. for Messi, 
Pero es Messi, tío. No. <laughs> one one. No. One one. By the way, let's put that out there. They drew with Benfica one one. How did Benfica score? How did they score? On goal. So really, it's. Imagine that. We had to help them. I mean, not we. I mean them. I mean <laughs> Messi. I mean. <clears throat> and then uh, Real Madrid beat Shakhtar two one. Uh, could have been much fucking more. Oh, that's a bit harsh on Shakhtar, to be fair. Well, I mean... It, 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 <laughs> they and, defended and well. <laughs> that they did. Ah. Possession heavily favored Real Madrid, uh, who, by the way, had 14 shots on target. 14! Must be a hell of a keeper, huh? Christ. Yeah. How many times have we heard that? And uh, I mean, to be fair, Tim Howard has the World Cup record for most saves in a game, so I'll, I'll take that. Yeah, I'll take that. But um, yeah, no, that's. I mean, obviously, Madrid's always expected to win that. They still won. That's all that matters. Should have been by more, uh, but it, it's three points at the end of the day. Um, anything else, man? Um, no, just. I mean, he's a blue just like his dad. Now he's at the Etihad. Let's fucking go, Holland. Let's have it, boy. What a fucking player. The world's yours, man. I, I, I'm i curious to know how many goals that motherfucker's going to have. Prime, he's going to finish with 42. All league, he's going to finish with about 68. Fucking hell. Sorry, Messi had 91 in a calendar year. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he still had like 20-something assists. <sighs> Such bullshit. What a player, huh? No, I, I, you know, I, hate, I hate football. Uh, I hate I hate I hate the way people view football now, man. I, I can't stand it. Uh, like we don't watch. All right, let me change watch, the stat. We don't watch the sport for like. Ronaldo no, has the no, most goals no. all time in every comp. No, no, I, I get I get that Holland is gonna get ridiculous numbers, and he's probably gonna have like somewhere around forty legal. Damn near. Maybe more. Possibly. More. I hope so. Possibly more. Shit, I but, hope. But 40, 40 has to be like the. At this point, if he gets less than 40, it's disappointing. Wow. Um, Could you picture yourself saying that before the season? No. Yeah, me neither. I, like me I told neither. you, I was happy with 20. Like, I think we were seeing something like 25 or 30. Yeah. 25 was like, the, was like the higher end. But now it's like if he doesn't get 40, it's like... What are you doing? <laughs> nah, but it does. We have no, we have seen no signs of slowing down. Yeah, exactly. Arguably against his best opponent. Those goals are there. Yeah, yeah. It's it's there. It's um, just you know you got to eat. I, I'm just saying. I just hate the way the football is viewed now. Ah. Uh, you know, this is what I was talking about earlier. Yeah, it, it's sad. Well, Grealish is bad because he doesn't he doesn't yeah, score. Exactly. He's a piece of shit. But we love a hockey. He doesn't assist. know what asymmetrical means. Ah. Uh, it's a bit off. Yeah. Uh, anyway, two guys, two max, two pints. Anything else you got to get off your chest? No, no. I mean, that's, vamos. That's it. Vamos. Vamos. Vizca Barza. All, right. All right, guys. Talk to you later. Burn.